Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Yo. It's Grapsody with Will, Phil, and Reg Trying to keep it real instead of what you usually get from these talking heads It's Grapsody, we're here to fill the void Three black fans, different perspective, got to fill your voice Coming with the podcast, talking majors, indies in between Yeah, it's all that, and we're down with Fightful, better fallback Coming for respect, we connect like a ball bat No need to double check, these are all facts You're listening to us talk raps you're listening to us talk craps. Will Phil and Reg. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. Yeah, we're craps a D here to talk craps. I can officially. <laughs> there it is. I was just about to bring that up. Like, right before the show starts every week, Reg starts going. And, like, I can't unhear the song. Without hearing Reg do it, so I'm glad he actually brought it to the show itself. This yeah, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to another edition <laughs> of Grapsity. I am Will Washington. I am not alone here. I'm also joined by Mr. Philip Lindsay. Boy, let me tell you, I have been up since I think about six in the morning. Could I couldn't couldn't really sleep. Police at your door. Yes. Nah. nah. Nah, don't don't put that energy on me. <laughs> put that energy on me. Wow. Um, I, I I couldn't sleep really well. Um, usually when I can't sleep, I'm in like deep thought about something, and I'm a chronic overthinker. Uh, and I think that I'm just at this age where I'm just like, what are you leaving behind? And just be careful what it is that you're doing, what it is you're saying, what legacy you're leaving leaving in this world, and uh, I don't know. I told you guys, well, I told you guys in the group chat, but I tweeted also that my uncle just passed away. Um, my dad's older brother, my grandmother's firstborn, and man, just when I just think like he was a he was a preacher. Most of my dad's brothers are preachers. That's something people might not know about me. And I just think, man, I just think of what he left on the world and the fact that. Uh, he dedicated his life, I think, to making people's lives better. And I right. think that, that is something that, you know, we all should look at in some ways. And then I, I, I just saw Black Panther with my dad the day before. I was going to say, just, I'm sure that Wakanda Forever hit crazy. Yeah, just, just realizing that what Chadwick decided to do, knowing that he was sick and being brave enough to decide, I want to make it my life's work in death to make all of these black icons a reality for us straight up that's big that's big and i mean again when you look at kevin conroy as well rest in peace to that guy as well 
and what he did for Batman and how much joy he brought in the world. And it's just, it just, like I said, I think that's been resonating me with me a lot that, you know, what you leave behind means a lot. And those are three people that, like I said, are fresh in my mind at, at the moment and they left behind a lot and they had a big impact on people in this world. That's what's Damn. up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is a heavy way to start the show. Thank you, Phil. Lindsay mm-hmm. also here. Thank you for sharing, Reg. Phil. Yeah, thank you. Righteous Reg is also here. I am in the building. That's funny that I said that somebody brought up, like, why do you stay in the building? What building are you in? I'm in this building. I'm in all the buildings. It's your boy, Media Man, Righteous Reg. Everywhere. Nowhere. Your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. It's Grapsody. It's Saturday morning. I'm feeling hella good. I'm feeling, uh, I'm just like, it's just a good time outside. Uh, um yeah that's it man moving forward i'm excited about the show excited about our uh little friend that's gonna pop up here too because he's a real good dude yeah so what i was about to say here is that uh here on grap city i, I derailed it with all of my uh <laughs> my my deep talk my bad no that, that's nah, okay. it's all good yeah it's all good but um every once in a while now wow Granted, while Grap City is normally a trio, every once in a while we have a little treat, which is where we get to bring one of the homies here onto the show to sit with us for the entirety of the show. And who better to bring on here right now? Who better? Who better than Public Enemy's own Graham is in the building? What's up? What's going on? How y'all doing? What's up with the guys? We kicking it, man. We feeling good. It's Saturday morning. Public Enemies podcast. That Twitter page, like you can't mention Public Enemies without mentioning that Twitter page because that shit was yes. always yes. on some. Every time I open my phone, something's going crazy. Y'all getting some off. We appreciate you being here, man. Like, uh, how's you? How you doing this morning? Listen, listen. I- I'm doing good, man. I'm doing great. I appreciate the invite, Phil. Uh, condolences to you. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I wasn't aware. You feel me? But definitely want to send T's and P's and love and light to you. Of course, you know what I'm saying. But I- I- I'm doing well, man. It's it's been a it's been a long week. Uh, just continuing, just to keep the ball rolling, and yes, uh, keeping keeping the Twitter page active and, and keeping the jokes <laughs> flying. Uh, that's that's 100 at the top of the priority list. 100. Yeah, but hey, it, you guys. Had Braun Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> had Braun Strowman in his feelings too, like. all the way in his feelings. In his feelings over over an old tweet too, like bro, what you doing? It was like over a week old. I'm like, bro, like what are you? And we didn't. I didn't even. We didn't even post the video. It was a retweet. Like, right. do, do you know how these things work, brother? I don't know if you know how these things work, brother. But so, so, you know, have, have you seen how he type? Tight. Have you seen how he types those tweets? He don't get it in the doubt. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> I am big, strong monster and <laughs> flippy flopper. <laughs> crazy out here. Uh, nah, crazy, man. Hey, nah, I want to let yeah. everybody know yeah. that uh, if you're wherever you're watching, uh, we want to hear from you. So leave us your thumbs up. Uh, first off, those always help out. Just right now, if you're watching right now, just hit that thumbs up button helps out what we do um also what helps out what we do and gets you your little bit of your voice heard here on the show is your super chats if you donate a super chat again they help support what we do here at fightful and help support what grab city does and they help pay your boys uh yeah. so i thought Graham was drinking a mickey's for a minute i was like bro you starting out the yo. morning with a mickey it's <laughs> crazy out here i usually do like a mickey's or like a 211 or like a 
<laughs> not the breakfast to 11. Nah, nah, nah. Usually when we do our show, like after Dynamite on Wednesdays, Word. you know what I mean? Like for okay. sure. Like that's, I that's think that, that visual just flashed in my brain. I'm like, damn, he got to make <laughs> this, this early. Nah, this is a Red Bull, my guy. I'm, I'm keeping it conservative. You feel me? <laughs> He sent us some super chats though. YouTube.com slash fightful. We've got super chats coming in uh all throughout. I want to uh read a couple because uh people are happy to see Graham here. Um we have let's see, Van Twinblade, of course. He says, No glory pro news today. Uh watch the last one on Fight Plus for Fight Bussy Plus. versus uh Right to Censor because MO has homophobic laws. Yeesh. Yeah, okay. um, real quick on Fight TV Plus, it probably has entered to becoming the best independent wrestling streaming there is because they got GCW, they got Glory Pro, they got Black Label Pro. They got if you want to see some hot independent wrestling, four ninety nine Fight TV Plus, super hot. Yeah, that's an amazing deal. Yeah, um, yeah great deal. I mean, because I mean that's essentially what you would pay for the NWA. Uh, subscription which hey you could go and enjoy <laughs> other wrestling and not have to pay attention to nwa's nonsense this week which has been all over Crazy. the place hey wildin yeah uh let's see we also got uh jake says prayers for you and your family phil thank you jake jake also says so how do we feel about mountain mega viking raiders and sarah doja no you know getting right to it bro first, wait a minute well first of all i think the fact that people are trying to make this a blackface thing is very strange. yeah it's very no, obvious not, it's not blackface not, i don't know right, why people are doing that like it's okay to say that you think that she's MAGA and you don't agree with her beliefs without trying to throw something fake on it like right. that's not blackface mm -hmm. like don't don't do that because it belittles what blackface actually is exactly a, a lot of things belittle what blackface actually is and it kind of like yeah gets to that. me because uh do I, I once had a twitter thread uh, i might retweet it one day uh just as a what is blackface and what is not right and uh because I know there are people who are like, well, she's wearing dark makeup. That's blackface. I'm like, no, no man. Like, no. They're. <sighs> okay. Either way, uh, Orion Ben, excited to see Graham says, Grapsity, right Public Enemies Pot. <laughs> uh, wait, Someone's going to be. Hey, oh. We're we're not starting with that, but I'm sure there is somebody that's gonna be somewhere that's mad. But you know, hey man, just tells you you're doing something right in the world that when somebody's mad. Um, Straight up, yeah. <laughs> but, I love everybody. Mm -hmm. Yo, but the the thing that I think is dope that if you guys don't pay attention to what the homie Graham is doing, he's also got a rap podcast as well. Plug that joint, man. Cause oh yeah, yeah, the Sheep Show. Yeah, I also uh, produce All Elite with Keeks and Friends. You know what I'm saying? So if y'all if y'all looking for an AW podcast presented uh, from a woman's perspective, tap in with Keeks. Get your boy on the Sheep Show too, man. What's going on here? What's happening? Let's get it, man. <laughs> Let's get it. We let's we, we do doing a, we doing a rebrand. Uh, I'm finna flip the let's script on that, but definitely, I, man, got to. It's got constant rebrands out it's here, Mando. Look, I gotta say though, I. I <laughs> I have been so happy for Keeks and, and everything she's doing because, like, um, I had her on Day After Dynamite uh, one week, and then, and I'm not trying to take credit for anything, but I am saying <laughs> that. And, well, I had her on Day After Dynamite, and then it was like within two weeks, uh, hey, and I guess that rhymes, Ollie Keeks is, is rolling, and I feel like yes. just um, 
I don't know. I was just happy to see her kind of in the element initially when she came on Day After Dynamite, and after that, just seeing how everything started rolling. It's 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 been happy to watch her uh, do her thing. If you haven't checked out all Elite Keeks, shout out to Keeks, man. Day we got to get Keeks on uh, on Grapsity too. Try yeah, to get her out of the pain on Twitter. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Follow, follow all Elite yeah. Keeks, man. Like, Twitter be like that. Come on. <laughs> Hey man, but Elon took over. We got her back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Uh, he did a couple good things out here. Huh? <laughs> Helping my brand out. I'm with it. Yo, my my bad, King of the North. I did not say that because I forgot we are a rarefied air because we do have the co-founder of the Festies in the building. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> first yes. time that the co-founder yes. of the Festies has been on our podcast. Man. Wow. Yes, uh, big Festies action. Are, Festies are coming to a summer near you soon. No nice. tentative plans yet, but <laughs> hey, we're working on it. We're working on it. You know, mm-hmm. me and Phil and my my AW music label mates over here. You know what I mean? We we, <laughs> we gonna get it rocking. Jafel, Jafel. Let let, hey, hey, let, it, let let records know I'm still waiting on my chain too. By the way, it's you know? <laughs> <laughs> my chain, bro. Oh, that reminds me, Reg. You said you listened to um to Drake Twenty One. What did you think? Twenty One. Okay. Can you I, do some for me? I like it. I like what it I like what it represents. I like I like Drake. what it represents. I like yeah. what it represents. Let's no, start, you, know the, with... you know what this is going. No, I like no, no, what it represents. Listen, <laughs> it's Drake. Guy. The number one rapper in the world, hands down. It's him. That's him. And he did what he always does. I like the rapping. I think it's good, but it's just not for me. As, yeah, he... every, every time I finish a Drake project, I'm like, that's I understand, but it's just I'm not gonna play this again, and that's so. So I'm gonna repeat what I tweeted the other day. Uh, the, the thing that Drake gives us every time he drops an album is he is amazing at giving us passive aggressive, yes, um, <laughs> spicy bars to repeat about about other haters that we know. And mm. there are so many times that there were bars in there. That's why his bars always end up as captions because it's right. like. Man, he begin to it when it comes to the to the passive aggressiveness. There's a whole generation of people that tweet or jump on Instagram that tweet uh, subs at each other mm-hmm. that are based off the way this man moves in real life. Right. <laughs> um, so it's the best thing he's given us. And so there are certain lines on there. I'm like, this is definitely a Drake album. You right. got 21 doing his version of a Drake record as well, which is kind of hit or miss for me, but... I think it's a good album. I think it's the right. best album he's dropped in a long time. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good album. I, I like a lot of tracks on it. And uh, <laughs> Graham is shaking his head. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. Like. I, I, I like it just for the simple fact that it's pissing a lot of people off. Oh, it's yeah, not pissing people off. Lot that... of, I, I, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay, I'm thinking Drake and 21 are just going to drop a record and people are just going to keep going, you know, and nah, do what they do. But they was like, no, he's dissing. He's dissing Meg. The Me Too yeah. is jumping in. They got full lawsuits. Drum is pacing back and forth in his living room. I'm like, right. this, nah, this, this might be a classic, bro. It, it, it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, what's attached to it? It's going crazy. I'm like, when it's, I saw the Vogue thing, crazy. I was like, yo, Vogue yeah. ripping? Howard Stern was talking about it. I'm like, yo, they, yo Howard, they, Howard needs to go relax. Yeah, it's going crazy. Out uh, I, I haven't listened to the Nas record from yesterday today. The Nas album is absolutely better. Oh, um, my God, yeah. Him and, wow. him and Hip Boy are going on a all-time great run. Four albums in a row, not a single miss. I can't even, like, if you just judge Nas off Hit Boy records, he'd have, like, he got a catalog off just Hit Boy records. If you don't include Yo, 
all his albums. You're just like, let me just grade these four. And you're like, that's a banger after banger. I can't man. believe it. It drives me crazy that a 50-year-old man is out there doing this like this still. He started when he's like 16 and he's 50 and he's still at the top of the fucking and he's, list. And he sounds like Nas again to me. I he does. Like this is the most he sound like Nas from mm-hmm. that era than he mm-hmm. has in a long time. Right. Um, and I, I feel like it's just a matter of him finally getting that collaborative partner to bring out a creativity in him that we hadn't seen. Right. And so, man, when he's been saying that, you know, he's a Quincy to my mic, I'm like, he, he is though. Like, I feel like that's that's a bold claim, like but mm-hmm. it is. And and man, that, by the way, that record on the album, he went crazy. That is that's. Mm. He said, "Going crazy, CeeLo Green, Nas Barkley." Before I even pulled in the park, they tried to. What he said before I even pulled in the spot, they tried to park me. I said, "Why mm. is he doing this? Go, going, it's going crazy. crazy. Why is he doing this? Is <laughs> flipping the flipping the flows and staying in pocket. Like I'm like, yo, this dude yeah. is." Dude is going crazy that and it's even crazier because like he found hit boy and they became a great duo but he's like he's been in great with things with like dj Premier. there's like all these other great producers he yeah. could have done this with and it's surprising that hit boy was the one to bring this out of so, him. um like all great things in this world spite somehow finds a way to drive people to do great things and yeah um i thought the kanye album was going to be so much better i saw somebody tweet earlier that they thought that Kanye was going to do for Nas what Hit Boy is doing for Nas right, right. now. And that is 100% true. Um, and man, when you listen to the shots that Hit Boy keeps trying to take it not at, uh, at Kanye, and Nas is kind of like, oh, I don't want nothing to do with that. But Hit Boy is like, <laughs> nah, I want all the smoke because this dude obstructed other work that I was doing. He was hating. And so I'm like, nah, good for nothing is better than proving people wrong and being able to be spiteful, man. It 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 isn't it isn't something you should live on, but in those moments, it feels pretty good. Philip Lindsay, that's that is what drives Philip Lindsay. Right. That's it feels just... pretty goddamn good. There 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 are the thing that we did in our first year of our podcast that I feel like is the crowning achievement of our podcast now. I can't say it I can't say it on air, but there's a reason why I think it's the crowning achievement of our podcast. Oh, and I feel God. like we've won forever. And just you know, you know, certain that, people should have never let me know that that bothered them because now I'm just like, mm. checkmate. Hey, checkmate, bro. That uh, was an easy one, too. That's my favorite part about it is that was an easy one. Like, that I wasn't just, like, know, we didn't even work hard for that one. I was like, it, oh, yeah. It is, it is what it is. But look, the Nas album is great. Uh, man, that. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I got uh, it's I crazy. set to you work gotta, out. You got to check that out. Man. I know. I, it's, it's, my, it's, it's my workout. Fan. Uh, that, uh, listen today. That, that five heartbeat sample is not just genius, but that's is is Are there any features on the album? No. no. 17 no records, no. no features, bro. No. Oh, Take that, heat. J. Cole. Oh, my God. <laughs> 17 <laughs> bangers, <laughs> all heat. Nas is rapping. Not a bar miss. Rapping, rapping, bro. Um, yeah, that once a man, twice a child kind of reminds me of some of like the, like the Stillmatic production. Mm. Like that. Oh, my God. That's. He's going crazy on that album. I, can't. I was like, "This is this is too much." I'm blown away. Amazing. We got another. We, we uh, let on the Humper Chap side. We got. Uh, let's see. This one's from Jason. It says, "Reg, opinion on what Road Idiot said about Bret Hart." And oh, oh, Brian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and for all three, do you really think Hunter has a plan for all these returns, or is it just talent hoarding? Um. Let me make sure Brian, I got every single piece of that. Uh, he says, it. oh, and also, oh. if you were Nick Aldis, would you rather go to WWE or AEW? 
So let's answer all three in order. We will yes. We'll start yes. with Road Dog on Bret Hart. Brian is trying to Brian is executing his plan correctly because every time he talks, we all tweet about it. We all talk about his dumb ass. We're all trying to dunk on him. I did. Works every time. You're not and getting I, me, Brian. I get yeah, caught I up not. every time because I'm like, I can't believe. Why are you saying this? And then I think about, it, I'm like, oh, this is why you're you, saying you this because we're all attacking him. But uh, big cap, we all know, like nobody listen, has. To, <laughs> there's nowhere to go. It's, listen, you're the, not anything better than Bret Hart at all, and you stole your whole aesthetic from the niggas. So stop what you're doing. Yeah, a thousand percent. I'm about to ruin, bro. <laughs> Who was doing your hair in 1998? That's the question we need answered right now. How did you? That get is absolutely the, the like question. That? That's the question people need <laughs> to be asking on these cool. podcasts, not about Bret Hart. Who was whose legs were you sitting between in 1998? Yo, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know what's funny about that as soon as you said that like whose legs was he sitting in between like whose head who's doing his hair like the first thought that i had was r kelly and like the i wish video sitting yeah. on the porch like that's exactly <laughs> our snoop and the uh snoop i think of the the, no, the what's about- my name video let's yeah, go with that one let's go yeah. no we're talking about mario won't you braid my hair i'm yes. saying the um <laughs> That's all not about braiding hair. It's absolutely no, not about braiding hair at all. Um, yeah, uh, I, 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 it is not. I, I, I won't comment on the Brian thing. I'm, I'm ready to move on to the next thing. Yes. I, my takeaway from the Brian stuff is, yo, if you always had to talk about somebody else to keep yourself relevant, then you ain't relevant, bro. Easy. That's the answer to that. That's the answer easy. to that question. Mm-hmm. Very easy. Ooh, but up. it's the truth. But he gonna keep talking, Sorry, and we're well, gonna keep dunking because we can't though. help that's... but duck. Trash. So what's the uh, the rest of it was? Uh, um, I mean, Hunter and the oh yeah, I mean, well, everybody I mean, got a comment like, on Brian. I, look, I'll, I'll even well, I'll, I'll even break down what he said though, right? Because he was like, no, um, don't. He said, he was, he said, he was, why are we doing just, this? Just a there, little bit, just a little bit. There's no validity Only, to anything he said. I know, I know, I know. But like the idea of. Because I hate that people come at Brett like that, where they're like, well, you know, Brett was, a, you know, he did his thing in the ring, but he wasn't like a sports entertainer. Like, I feel like there's a lot of revisionist history around Brett, as if Brett wasn't coming out, giving glasses to cheering kids in the front row who loved Brett Hart. Brett was this idea that Brett was simply just like he's an in-ring guy, but he wasn't, a, a, you know, he, he wasn't a star. Like, that's not true. That's ah. not true at all. Like, uh, it's true in the sense that while Brett was on top, but also Shawn Michaels, who people do consider one of the, the best sports entertainers ever, while those two were on top, yes, WCW was kicking their ass. Uh, but WC, uh, WWF was still afloat. And so, like, as far as WWF was concerned, Brett was a star. Like, it, it's complete revisionist history to say it any other way. And that yeah, that's all... But I, but the thing is, people run with that. People say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea that Road Dog was even in his league, even as a sports entertainer, not even fucking close. No. Um, oh, look, my thing is, if Sean said that, Sean can say that. That's yes. just like that's like if we're talking about any of the any of the beef with Nas and Hove. Hove can say that. Memphis mm-hmm. Bleak can't say that, bro. Can't say Brian, that. you can't yeah. say that. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Memphis Bleak can't say like, that. That's bro, where he bro, is. Bro. <laughs> Brian's five minutes of like sports entertainment fame were being attached to Hunter while Hunter was feuding with top dogs. Like, yeah, Brian got to be in there with a rock because Hunter was feuding with the rock. 
Brian got to be in there with Austin because Hunter was feuding with Austin. Mm. Like, it was never, nobody was like, hey, you know what match I want to see right now? The Rock versus the Road Dog. No. 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 There wasn't a you, match people. <laughs> we we only talk about you because of the people you were linked to. Let's let's exactly. be all the way 100% honest. You were Change next your to trips. trips. Yes. You were next to Billy Gunn. Exactly. You were next to K-Quick, who was always better than you two. Let's get, let's, 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 let's really get to it. Like, ain't nobody no. really checking for dude like that. Get out of here. Change. <laughs> Change your Twitter handle to Capadonna because that's what you are. We're out Yo. of here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. The other questions. Do you think Hunter really has a plan for the returns? No. Uh, uh, no. no. Next I question. Not at all. No. And it's not a knock. I mean, there, there were certain guys where I think Hunter just felt like, um, hey, you know, I was working on that. And you just let right. my guys go. Like, let me get my guys back and then I'll start coming up with plans for them. I don't necessarily think he's hiring them with a plan. I think that's very mm -hmm. clear. I don't even think that's an insult. I think it's very clear that certain guys have just kind of come back and are just there. Um, just so Hunter has them back under his wheelhouse, which is fine. If you're a booker that is like, hey, you know, I know guys that I could use. Right. Um, I want to have them. Uh, it's not necessarily like I have these guys that I want uh, to that I've got this one year plan for. No, he's hiring them back with way too much frequency right. to think that there's a long term plan for any of them. Um, but I, I, I like how the theme of this episode so far is you giving a lot of credence to some of these questions. And I feel like the answer is, a, is, is far and away. No, like there's nobody <laughs> there's nobody he's brought back that he clearly has a plan for other than maybe damage control, because the, the plan has always been for the war games match. And that's right. about the closest you're going to get. Everybody else has yeah. just been get them back on the board and we'll figure it out later. But I don't yeah. know if I would uh, consider it talent hoarding, though. I don't think. No, he's I like, wouldn't call it. I don't no, think I don't, I don't, I don't think, think people are like you know, the contracts are flying in through the mail and shit. And they were like, we have to, I just think it was like, he's wants to, you know, redo what Vince fucked up. No, anyway. let, let all of my people back in. That's all right. this is. Get yeah. all my guys back on, on the board. Mm -hmm. uh, and then as far as all this is concerned and where yeah. he should go home. <laughs> <laughs> home. Um, I think, I mean, I think the obvious one is WWE. Right. I, th I don't, I don't think that, he fits what AEW is trying to do. Um, if you're possibly giving me another Cody Aldis match, I'll take it. Um, mm. I think you could do a good one with WWE. There's other stuff that he could do in WWE, but that gets I mean, the hard thing is, you know, they, they was talked about in the Observer yesterday that WWE's go-to is still at the moment um, for anybody new that they're bringing in uh, NXT. And right. uh, that the people that are being brought back to the main roster are all people who are already in the company that have already mm -hmm. been through the system. Yeah. But, uh, and that was the talk of why Bandito accepted the AEW offer was because... Uh, Bandito and NXT 2.0. Oh, my God. Why? That just sounds... <laughs> man, man, that would have been amazing. Man, that. man all, all this in NXT 2.0 sounds it's crazy. ridiculous. Like, it's what insane. are you going to do with this new NXT? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I... Like I uh, and so yeah, the talk was they wanted Bandito to like move to Florida and like Ooh. it just it wasn't gonna make any sense for him as a uh, performer to why? do Don't that. Um, Y'all so, don't want to see Bandito and chase you. No, <laughs> no I don't. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, no. man. I, I do not want to see Bandito wrestling schism. Man. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I'm good, bro. Nah, bro. I'm good. So like, I, 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 it's just interesting to think about. Like all this has been around so long, right? Like mm -hmm. he was in Impact. He he made. Um, I mean, he stuck around NWA. Like, I mean, 
God, talk about riding a car till the wheels fall off. I'm like he saying. has wheels is absolutely falling off. <laughs> wheels are out of here. Like he's one doing. of those guys that once he's yeah. off, then you know it's it's over. Um, and he, but he stuck with it. He stuck with it as long as humanly possible uh, before deciding that it was his time. As far as where, if if I suppose. If I were Aldous and the choice was mine, and I don't necessarily know that the choice is going to be his, but if right. the choice was mine as Nick Aldous, and I said, look, I actually think that Nick Aldous um, came around as a performer. I remember when Brutus Magnus was first introduced. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but like back in I think it was '07, um, TNA had this thing on TNA Shop where you could buy like these. Um, what was it? They're like audio files, but you could buy like greetings from wrestlers and they would like, it had like a list of names. And, uh, I remember we bought one, um, just cause we were dumb, immature teens, but, uh, we so bought this like cameo before cameo existed. Yeah. But it was all like pre-recorded, but like all the names were, were pre-recorded. And so, mm. um, we had one for, because we saw that they had the name Eddie in it, and there was another one that had the name Vicky, and so we bought like a gram from uh, from Dick Aldis that was disgusting. like, uh, <laughs> I know it was like uh, Vicky. We just wanted to tell you that Eddie really misses you, and like uh, it's so. It's just one of those dumb things that I've I've always remembered since I was like I, I think I still have it somewhere, mm-hmm. but. I will say that Brutus Magnus initially was like a punchline for me. And somewhere along the way, Nick Aldis really came along as a performer. Uh, And, you know, he definitely had one of the highlights of All In. Without question, he had one of the highlights of All In. Um, Yeah. Is it it fair to say at this point that one of the worst things that happened to ROH at the time and Nick Aldis is... uh, my my man turning into be a nasty boy because yeah. I feel like that was going to turn into yeah. a good program for him. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know, I'm saying Marty's girl. Right. Um, but I feel like him coming into a WA and doing that program <sighs> with Nick Aldis was going to be huge. And then he had to disappear and he didn't really have an mm-hmm. opponent for a while. And that kind of screwed him. Yeah. Um, I think Aldis is one of those guys that no matter where he decides to go, and this goes back to your last question, uh, Jason, which is, um, you can't bring all this anywhere without a plan. That's that's, that's how right. I see it. Is that anybody that decides to bring him in, if AEW decides to bring him in, you can't just like dead drop him in. You got to have a plan for him, or he will flounder really quickly. Yeah. And uh, I don't think he's one of those guys that people are willing to give a huge chance to because um, he's good, but it, it's got to be a directed good. And that's how I feel about it. And people have to remember the good. Uh, and they have to know that he's good. One. And they don't know because it's NWA. So, yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But The question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. 
If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Man, it's crazy to think about, but when Power first launched, it was a good show. I, it, it was a very good show, and then it just, I just jumped off a cliff. I don't know. I, I mean, well, part of it was that uh, because everybody talks about all the cancellations that came out of um, speaking out, yeah. But the one that kind of falls off is um, Dave Lagana, who mm-hmm. was the creative yeah. behind uh, NWA, NWA Power. And so when Power came back without Lagana, yeah. it was not the same. It wasn't the same. When he said Power, I, I thought of the Star Show first. I was like, how did we get to Power Star so <laughs> fast? What a transition. But no, we're talking about NWA Power. <laughs> that, 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 that's the answer. That is, that is the oldest rebrand. It's him coming like, like, huh. that's the, How did I that's, miss Ghost versus James? I'm saying we jumped really quick. <laughs> Nick Aldis on the... <laughs> This is what I'm saying. This is the rebrand. He's got to come out to Big Rich Town on SmackDown. Like all this, oh, all this man. coming out to Big Rich Town would be hard. <laughs> on oh, SmackDown, it rhymes too. Please don't. Uh, please don't. <laughs> I don't see uh, let's see. Anywhere. Anthony Junior for you uh, donated a humper chat. He says, "Which other celebrities do you want to see involved in wrestling, even for one appearance, like a battle royal or entrance for a wrestler?" I personally want to see RTJ. Uh, and idols do an entrance while uh, streamer German 985 enters the casino battle royale. I don't know what those words were. I don't know what happened at the end. Yeah, it was German. Uh, that, I don't know what was happening there. Uh, yeah, it just started. Uh, mm. Celebrities, is, is that just showing up for an appearance or wrestling? Either one. Uh, hmm. hmm. Celebrities hmm. that I want to see show up. I mean, I kind of want to see. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, that, we got a question. But yeah, Bow Wow's got it. We, we actually, well, that actually brings us into a. Uh, I was going to say Michael Irvin question, just because he's been going crazy also, on the on the ESPN this recently, and uh, he might have a pretty dope promo. I think Michael yo, Irvin. Michael Irvin is with my man doing his ad libs behind him. So yeah, one of the best things every week. I love it for real. So. So Tony P had noted that uh, he said, so will any of us be shocked if AEW gets Nyla to come out with Bow Wow to troll Jade at full gear? There is a piece of me that I hadn't like... thought about that. And mm-hmm. I now want it to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do feel like somewhere along the way, this did become a work because uh, if you start like, 
watching how the interaction started with uh, Bow Wow saying he wanted to come in and then Jade throwing that first diss at him and then she apologized and then the diss started uh, going mm. back and forth and I think somewhere along the way after the apology they've been kind of working in tandem um, and Tony also liked one of Bow Wow's tweets and that was like yes. okay once Tony liked it I thought Okay. How, how did Somebody that? Uh, I'm curious. <laughs> as, I'm curious to how the Bow Wow train got started here, though. Because of Swervy Swerve. Would you look at that? RJ City. Would you look at that? <laughs> which, which, by the way, I don't know if we've noted this on this podcast, but that's kind of how the the NWA stuff started this week because a certain person that we interviewed said something about empower, and then that snowballed. <laughs> That was really how that started. Like, I actually forgot about that until I was reading the story. When I, because well, at first I was seeing everybody upset about uh, the Billy Corgan quotes. And so I was like, let me like read it myself. I need to know exactly what he said. And so as I'm going through it, he was like, well, he starts addressing Maria Canellis and what she said. And so um, luckily, shout out Fightful, which is the logo that's right over there. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as I'm reading this on Fightful, Fightful links to what Maria Canella said, and I click on it, and it takes it to our podcast, where we interviewed Maria, and I'm like, oh, yeah, she said that on our show. We, <laughs> we, we, got, we got Maria in a lot of, lot of trouble. Headlines. Uh, my bad, Maria. We, 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 we got you into that one. We got you into that Divas Belt conversation. Uh, we, we probably being a minister. We're just asking questions. I thought we were just asking questions. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want from me? Troublemakers. We no, I mean, and honestly, Big like that's that's the thing about Maria. Like, I I have been friends with Maria for almost thirteen years now, and one of the things that um, I love about Maria is just how candid she can be. She just right. talks, and she will just say what's on her mind. And and sometimes um, it's sometimes it, it can get under your skin. Sometimes it uh, uh, sometimes it's profound. Whatever it is, she'll just say it. She just speaks her mind. And she said what she had to say about uh, NWA. And it wasn't even like a knock against NWA. Right. It wasn't even so crazy. A, um, just a reminder of, yeah, it was just like, well, I'm running uh, WWA. And as you can see, I, ha- I have no shortage of female talent. And we fill up multiple cards a year on this. So, yeah. Um... The, the idea that, yeah, the, so, uh, the idea that you, you can't do another Empower. Yeah, those guys are shooting <laughs> themselves in the foot with some of those uh, quotes from that this week. Oh yeah, Trevor Murdoch, like yeah. God, that, shut up, that, you that guys. Was, <laughs> that was that was crazy. I mean, at this point, just say that you couldn't make the show happen. That's it, uh, and we'll make attempts to do it again. Um, all the rest of this stuff around it is just kind of crazy. Like, yeah. just, c- come on. Just I'll just keep just in. keep saying we're working on it, bro. We're gonna believe just exactly. You. <laughs> just keep saying you're working on it. You don't have to. You don't have to give all of these crazy responses because I, I just feel like you're you're now shooting yourself in the foot every time you drop one. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. We have another from. Uh, let's go with Anwar. Anwar says, "Good morning, everyone. Feeling well? What did you think of Wakanda Forever?" Um, I have not seen it. I have tickets to go see it. I'm going to tell you, I am an old man when it comes to movies at this point. Mm-hmm. 35-year-old me no longer likes to go to movies on opening night. Right. 35-year-old me gets morning tickets. Yes. On. <laughs> like, I actually like going yes. early on and having the rest of my day. And yes. so I bought 
my tickets are for I couldn't go too early because I have a podcast to do tomorrow morning. So I have tickets at twelve fifty to see it tomorrow right. afternoon. That means you gotta you gotta be out of that podcast and and in your car on time. Kinda. I hate trailers, so like uh it's go. my least so, favorite thing in the world. So I will say this about the trailers. Uh this man Jonathan Major is killing it. Oh, he's there were beast. three movies trailers Uh-oh. ahead of this movie that had Jonathan Majors in it. Three. Mm. This dude is killing it. He's about um, to be that guy. He's about to be that dude. He's in the best shape ever. Like this dude is looking this crazy and crazy. Like, I'm like, like it was Yo. probably. Yeah. Uh, My heart. What did I think? The, the thing I hate about trailers though is, and I know some people still love them, but. To me, it's like in the age of YouTube, I've already seen all this shit. I've right. already seen it on Twitter. I've already seen it. So, like, mm-hmm. at this point, I would love it if trailers were, were shorter because at this point, I think last movie I saw where I was actually there for the trailers had 30 fucking minutes of trailers. Eesh. And Damn. Uh, look, my food only ever lasts me 30 minutes. And so <laughs> I, I'm at a point now where I have intentionally started planning showing up to the movie 15 minutes after it starts just to guarantee me i don't have to sit through trailers because i fucking hate them um i've seen all of this i've seen it all on youtube i've seen it all on twitter wherever it is i've seen it um i would love it if trailers would just like show me a minute of it and then go hey see the rest scan this qr code see the rest on your own time supposed to be a trailer not the whole damn movie yeah, um, Look, I've I've just accepted that seeing trailers are a part of the movie going experience, and so it doesn't bother me. Um, I just am prepared for it to not either be in my phone, not paying attention to the trailers, or just <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but I I, so, I don't I don't know how that uh, I don't know how Ryan Coogler did this. Well, yes, I do. The guy is a genius, um, but he's managed to top the first movie in my opinion. I think this is a better movie in almost every way. Um, and I think that was a tough task with the situation he's dealing Oakland, with. Oakland, California is how he does it. Oh, Big man. action. And yeah. he, he, I think he did it. I think he did a great job with this movie. I think that uh, it would have been very easy to cave and just recast the character. Um, but I think that he took a huge risk in not recasting it and sticking to his guns and making this movie a tribute to uh, Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick, yeah. And it was it was amazing. I think one of the greatest uh, MCU experiences is uh going to see infinity war and and after the snap and seeing just how quiet people were when they realized like they're really not coming back this is the end of the movie and to have that be a real world thing this time around and have the opening credits roll and you got like a legit moment of silence for this man it's one of the most beautiful Shh, things i haven't I've seen been. anything that has nothing to do with the movie no i'm just saying <laughs> the credits what, how's the credits what is it wrong with you <laughs> The, the opening credits, you got a legit moment of silence for Chadwick. And I think that was one of the most beautiful things that Marvel has managed to do. And so, yeah, shout out to Ryan Coogley, man. He did a great job. I, the I next one, though, I they, they should watch, recast um, Black Panther, but, right? That should be a thing. Like, it shouldn't be forever. It's like Spider-Man. It's like Batman. It's like anything. It's like there's not just I mean, one you'd have to, superhero uh, uh, ever. In the next... In the next iteration of the MCU, whatever they end up doing, that's when I would do it. But otherwise, gotcha. I wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily. I think the MCU in itself is a living, breathing universe. And gotcha. so you you lose actors. You lose the... Uh, I feel like you lose that character in a sense. Now, I don't think the MCU is going to last forever because, like, let's face it. I, I can't imagine that that's the last time we've seen Iron Man for a generation, right? Like, at no. some point, somebody... But I think... 
when it comes time to to kind of start all of that over i could see it yesterday i actually sat back and like billy wanted to watch um black panther yesterday and so um i go in disney plus and i hit the the black panther collection they have and then i look down and i'm like wait wait before we watch black panther let's watch civil war and so we watched civil war first and one i forgot how great civil war was but um and a really great introduction for t'challa as uh, like everything i feel like i forgot how much i walked out of civil war wanting to see black panther because that introduced us to the character that introduced us to the why that gave us so much to start with and then after that then we went and watched black panther and then i was like you want to watch infinity war and billy's like yeah i want to watch infinity war we watch infinity war and then today we'll watch endgame um so really we will have gotten all of the chadwick movies out before we go watch um wakanda forever tomorrow a so. nice beautiful father son be moment also that's great right. yeah i mean i went with my dad my um so it just i, I mean me and my dad have seen both movies together um, but i think yeah i think that he did a great job i think um to me, when you get into recast stuff, I'm I'm with it as long as it's Ryan Coogler's plan. If he decides he doesn't want to recast and he has a vision without recasting, then let him do that. I don't like the studio mandating something on him and then him trying to work around that. I think there's something to um, because I've seen some of the the response that people are like, oh, well they're getting ready uh, rid of a. Uh, prominent black protagonist and uh, that ruins representation for black men. I think there's something to be said about uh, the power that Ryan Coogler has wielded here and being able to say, no, this was my real friend in real life. I'm not doing this without him. Gotcha. That's fair. Uh, let's see. We got an, oh yeah. Best rap song about weed. We've answered that before. I feel like. I think so. A couple uh, times. But... A couple times. <laughs> like Graham answered it. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Come on. You got to pick like money in a Ziploc bag. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Grab City has done an amazing job keeping BET Uncut alive, by the way, mm-hmm. because the amount yeah. of songs that we can reference. All right, today I'm going with uh, Don't Give Me No Bammer Weed. That's the Shit. hardest uh, <laughs> hip weed Gotta song. Gotta roll with it. Fire. <laughs> weed. No, nah, that you just unlocked like all of them Joker the Bail Bondsman hits. Uh, I mean, I say hits, but it was like, yeah, I was about to say, oh, I, don't uh, know if I would call them that. I mean, it, they were hits if you were up at um 3 a.m. trying to watch some booty cheeks on uh BET Uncut. Mm-hmm. I was, <laughs> that's it was definitely it, it was a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that was on BET Uncut that I definitely wouldn't call as a, a cut or or. <laughs> Or a or a hit, but I know the words to it. Like no, no, no. Yeah, I rarely remember the names of the artists to keep it a buck with you. But I mean, Hitman Sammy Sam was going crazy. What's the dude that was white? Cause he was mighty going crazy. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man. Said, nah, were, oh, who had the? I'm trying to kick it tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so baby, tell me what that thing smell like. Come on, man. A, a, that is a classic. that is a cult classic. Oh cult my classic. god! I can't believe that was a show that existed. They were like, "We're gonna play the raunchiest videos at three a.m." Yeah, in. Which, by the way, and to throw this in there with wrestling stuff, I'm sorry if people tuned in to talk about wrestling, but 
Um, to this day, the fact that Biggie got a Tip BT drill. uncut uh, reference on TV. No, mm-hmm. New Day is the best, and I I don't care that Usos broke their record. New Day is still the best. New Day is still better than them. And well, we got to talk about the the record. It's it's yeah. it's here. Um, I'll get a couple more Humper chats in, and then I uh, want to talk about it. Um, man, I actually got tears streaming on my face. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Shout out Jennifer. Uh, Jennifer is always a great supporter. She says, Grab City Gents, thank you for everything you do. I can't say enough how much I appreciate each of you. Thank you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing and take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you, Jennifer. Jerry Springer. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I'm glad you got what I was doing there. Um, but the. Uh, let's see. Caden says, good morning, Grab City. Guys, cheap plug for my interview with Billy Starks on Overbooked today. Uh, I've no. seen a lot of hate on Wakanda forever, but I personally loved it. I haven't seen any hate. Where's the hate? Listen, I, I haven't seen any of the hate, but I think people have to stop paying so much attention to people that don't like something they like. Who cares? Right. Like, as long as you liked it, let people that don't like it have their opinions. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I got another one. D'Lo says, shout out to the fellas. Great show on Ask Grapsity. Really? Because I accidentally ended it early. Um, but <laughs> the, uh, that was, that was my bad. Uh, he says, no spoilers, but Angela Bassett cooked. If you know, you know, you're Bombay for, uh, and Wakanda forever. Um, yeah, look, she did not get the Oscar she deserved for, uh, what's love got to do it. I'm just going to start the campaign right now. Give this woman the Oscar she deserves for best supporting actress in this movie. She is a national treasure. Should have been got this Oscar. Facts. Come on, make it happen. Man, she didn't get it for them buff arms as Tina. She needed right. now. <laughs> she gonna <laughs> knock somebody out of this. Saying, bro. Speaking of, yeah. I'm just it over. Speaking of Tina, Tina Key says, "Good morning, good morning." What a just... what a segue. I'm <laughs> saying transitions, bro. What it's like that. What a what a I'm segue. Like that. Justin, love and well wishes, condolences to Phil, and of course, on trend for the weekend, Wakanda forever. Ooh, black people are outside, boys. I'm loving it. (laughs) I knew I had to see the movie. Like, I had, I tried to buy tickets for yesterday. I was like, okay, I can't go into Grapsy having not seen it. Uh, But tickets looked like hell yesterday. It was like, I have, I'm, all that was available was sitting dead center like right at the front of the screen i'm like i'm not doing that i'm gonna have a headache the next day i'm not doing it i'm gonna just go sunday morning when i can sit where i want to sit and eat what i want to eat and everybody's gonna be watching there football when I good get time there. to go <laughs> so yeah 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 they, they, every seat was available sunday morning <laughs> so or sunday afternoon it's it's twelve fifty, so it's it's right. afternoon by that point um Shout out Aaron Busby says, What up, fellas? What's popping, Graham? Stay strong, Phil. Birthday is tomorrow, so just want to spread love to y'all, making my Saturday mornings popping. Also, Nas's KD3 is perfection. Um, happy birthday, bro. Hey, happy birthday. What's on the agenda? Send me, this send me whole the flyer. Send me the flyer. Happy yeah. <laughs> birthday, Mobby. Yep, uh, and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Busby. Um, yeah, no, I, I I walked into this whole show behind because I didn't get to listen to Nas yet, and I didn't still, get to still watch. Still haven't watched any of Atlanta, I bet, either. Oh, man, damn. Nope, I have too. not. That's on Shame me, too. <laughs> it's hard out here. Um, Which one for I, I will say this now that this It's over, right? It's officially over. Yeah. Um, the way that this man came into the fourth season with an agenda, 
of giving an entire commentary on creating something for black people and kind of made that his mic drop was brilliant. Mm -hmm. And you have to watch the entire season to see everything that he's essentially saying. It's brilliant. Shout out to Don and uh, Steve Glover over Don. there. <laughs> Don Steve. some amazing things. Oh, my. <laughs> this one took me a second, but Luis says. Yo. <laughs> Minimum <laughs> effort. Anyway. <laughs> Yo. Very good. Yo. Minimal uh, effort there. Y'all keep trying to get us in trouble with this Sarah Logan thing. Listen, she came in and gave her guaranteed rape Max Impaler thing. And, <laughs> I mean, I just... Guaranteed. It's just like, man, look, I, I don't want to bash on her too much, man, but I don't know, man. Max Impaler is great. And I think the sad thing about this is that if you've never seen Max Impaler and you only see this, That's it. you're not going to appreciate it. And that kind of sucks. Listen, Cat Williams gave do you, nigga. Do you know that uh, I could see you? Is what Max and the Impaler was watching SmackDown last night. Like, bro, I could see you. Well, you can't do my shit on TV. I could see you. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. Unreal. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. I'm not really into any of this Viking stuff anyway. It just. Mm -mm. I'm glad they're getting more tag teams on television, but eh, just same. Especially really since they attacked the double minorities group. Of course, y'all did. The uh, niggas and the come Latinos. On, come on, bro. What's going on here? Why y'all pull up, This is the time y'all choose to pull up? Makes sense. <laughs> I don't even know what this word means. What is that? What, well, is, what that? is that? I don't know what that <laughs> is. What is, what is no, that's the definition on the screen when yeah, they pull up. You see how you see how Grapsity starts, you know what I'm saying? Like, go ahead, take take cues from the people that's doing it. Come on now. Dang. Crazy out here, man. Real crazy. I'm saying Jake Salazar yeah. says, no, no, no. Not that the makeup uh well, it's cause they let me let uh let me iterate this right. It's because they only really jumped the black group. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They uh, they had their feud with New Day that didn't really go anywhere, and now mm. they're adding them to this feud that I don't know. Um, I like I like the Vikings as a tag team. I'm just not into this uh, stuff they're doing with. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's not working <laughs> for me. <laughs> no, man. Let it play out, bro. I, I guess we still got to give it some time. So, oh, you know, God. I don't know. Do we? Uh, I want to talk <laughs> about it, though. SmackDown. What, the Vikings week. or just SmackDown? Well, SmackDown this week opened up with the uh, tag titles on the line between two teams that we've seen go at it for a really long time. This feud's mm. been going back to 2015. Uh, and I can't believe, you know, we're, we're going on almost eight years of this. Yeah, the new day and the Usos. I think, as far as tag team feuds are concerned, probably the goat. Um, it, it would be really hard for me to pick one above it. Like I know Hardy's Edge and Christian is one that people pick often. That was like a year, right? Like this is this. What's interesting and what I love about the new day versus the Usos is that we've seen various iterations of it. It's not like we've seen the same New Day and Usos go at it, right? When this first started, I said 2015, right? So, like, we're talking about, um, you know, uh, old school Usos. It's weird to think about that, but that's that's what it was, right? And we had a heel New Day when they started this the first time. And for it to then come back around 
when the Usos retooled themselves in 2016 and the New Day became top babyfaces. Again, uh, it was like we just saw a different side of these two teams. And uh, then again, we saw them both as baby faces. We've just seen it. And so we've seen it a million times. Um, and I like that they continually, there are a couple of times where it's it felt like, okay, a rehash. But for the most part, I have felt like they've come up with new ideas. They've done new things. And this was, oddly enough, what felt like one of the most important because the New Day had a record to hold on to. The New Day, of course, had the, they were the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions in history with that Raw Tag Team title reign that they had from, uh, what did they win it at the end of 2015, lost it at the end of 2016, if I remember correctly. Um, they had now, who, that record now, set. Who did, who did they beat for the titles that started it? Um, primetime players? Was, was it? I thought it was New Age Outlaws. Uh, no, it was the primetime players that they beat. First time round? The first title reign that they had, because the first one was shorter. The first one they beat, oh, don't tell me. Wasn't it um, Claudio and Tyson Kidd? I think it was. Uh, it was who they beat the first time around. And then second time around, they beat the primetime players for them. And they held on to them for over a year. Um, the Usos beat the New Age Outlaws, if I remember correctly. Uh, the New Day beat um, Tyson Kidd and... Uh, Cesaro, I want to say. Mm, um, and, and somebody in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong there, but I don't think I am. I think I remember the tag. No, no I think it was prime well. players. Yeah. Um, um, for that super long reign. But yeah, so they, they had the titles a long time. So they had that record-setting reign, and uh, that was the biggest claim to fame the New Day had. Like, literally, in their introduction, Big E was always able to say, uh, clap for your world-famous long longest-reigning tag champs. Uh, and feel the power, right? But like mm -hmm. we, and, and that's that's been a claim that they've had. It's been a part of their promos. It's been a part of their uh, everything they do, and it's a big part of their identity. So for that to be on the line last night, I think made the opening of last night's SmackDown feel really special and really important. Um, and yeah, in the New Day, they're on a they're on a tear. Uh, not the New Day, the the Usos. Usos. The Usos are on a tear, right? They're they're having the run of their careers. Mm -hmm. So, the question is, the question became, which was going to hold? And I think we all knew it was going to be the Usos. Mm -hmm. But it was a fun, exciting match. And I like that it played on the history that these teams have had together. I almost wish Big E could have at least been in their corner for it, just to add to the symbolism of this match. But uh, I liked it. What did you guys think? Um, I thought it was a good match. Um it feels a bit hollow to me because um, they almost treat the New Day like they're washed, and I don't like that. I don't like that the New Day are now in this in this mode where they're trying to protect their legacy, like they're not still active wrestlers. Right. And that's the part of it that I don't like. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like they're doing anything with the New Day coming out of this that feels interesting. It just feels like they lost one of their biggest claims to fame, and now they're just kind of like middling like what it what is what's next for them and i i i get you know somebody has to lose and i, I that's not to say that I'm, I'm upset that the usos broke the record because the record the record doesn't mean anything in the sense that i think the new day has cemented their legacy outside of that they're still in my opinion the best tag team in the company right. um 
and they're still one of the best fractions ever. But I just wish that they would do more with them, either individually or as a tag team, because they're <laughs> like I I feel like Woods especially Woods has been wrestling some of his best matches since he came back that since, since, from that injury, mm-hmm. and you don't really get an idea of that because they just like don't didn't do anything with the King of the Ring run. Mm-hmm. And then they went straight to this, and it was like once he lost, it was like, all right, well, moving on. He did that tweet last night too, where uh, he would say like, I, I don't know if I have much more or whatever he said. So yeah, some seeds are being planted. He said, I don't yeah. have. He said, I don't have anything left. That's right. Ooh, uh, yeah. I don't know what that means. Cryptic. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that's cryptic. I don't know if that means a retooling is coming because yeah, well, that man fought so hard for that King of the Ring. Uh, all of it. He he fought for the tournament to exist, and he ended up manifesting the victory. He became King Woods. I've complained about this at least once a month, but mm-hmm. uh, he got a theme song done by Mega Ran, mm. and they were like, "Nah, we're good." Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, the match in itself was good. I just wish that um, the New Day's standing in a company was better at the moment because I right. feel like it would have felt bigger if they yeah. also had other things going. You saw it, Graham? Graham I didn't even. Think? Yeah, I didn't even. No, see I, it. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, I think if if they would have done more with the new day leading up to this, to to make them, because like before, like they were just kind of like shuffling the deck with them and the Viking Raiders and trying to get this whole new thing with them off the ground and the foundation with that, but they wasn't doing nothing with the new day that was exciting or that made them feel important or like uh like a monumental part of the show to to get to this point. Right. So. It, they did kind of seem like a little bit of an afterthought uh, because yeah. it, it just didn't feel like there was a lot of effort put into putting stock in the new day for this. It was just mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, you guys know what the new day is. You know, the stats, you know, you know what I'm saying? Y'all know what's going on. So here they're about to lose and Usos yeah. get the record now. Mm-hmm. I, and I will say this too. I think that it, it's kind of crazy that they tell us all the time how important new day is. Like they always like pub new day up is one of their, one of the best things they've done with the companies putting them together, but it kind of says everything that New Day and Usos had to kind of build this match on their own. They didn't yep. really do anything with them. That promo, I feel like they had this week on Raw, did more mm-hmm. to build this match than anything the company has done. And mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of says everything about what they've been doing with New Day lately. And it says everything that going into this match, I was like, all right, Kofi's going to get pinned because Kofi always takes the pin. And that's exactly what happened. I was like, yo, the downfall that they've booked for this man since he was WWE champion bothers me so much. And I don't want to get into it because I feel like I'm going to get mad, but I hate it. Like, I I absolutely (laughs) fucking hate it. We're going to have to have a full podcast one day on the New Day because... The success of the New Day is because of the New Day. Of the new the day. WWE tried to shut them down so many times to put their backs up against the wall. They had them in so much adversity. And just because the, the three of those guys are such great people, they made everything work. But they tried to get them to not work very they've, often. They've, they've <laughs> given them the worst to deal with on right. several occasions, and they've knocked it mm-hmm. out the park. That mm-hmm. backwards thing only happened because – he was like, yo, I'm tired of doing the same matches every week. Right. I'm tired of doing the same pin and finish every week. I'm going to do something to pop myself and make this funny. And it worked because mm-hmm. that's what Xavier Woods does. He manages to take something awful and turn it into something gold all the time. And I could see him being frustrated at this point. Like, yo, what more do we have to do? 
And then for, for him, like off the G four shit, G four just shut down. Yeah. He's in his yes. company. They're they're like it's it's yeah. it probably seemed like a lot's coming at him at this time. So shout out Look, to Woods, man. He's gonna keep grinding. He's a man. He's he's gonna come out on top. And as your show's resident G four guy, I will say that um, that shit should have gone down uh, mm-hmm. because it was mismanaged. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me cook. It though. was. It was. <laughs> Uh, oh shit! I lost my my thing, and I'm Dan. Yeah, Dan Housen. Why are you turning to Dan yeah, Housen? Uh, Dan Housen, what are you what are you doing shooting on G4, Dan Housen? <laughs> I, uh, there we go. Um, and I say this because I think it was mismanaged from the start. I was Damn. like, uh, so goes that know me have known this for me a long time because I, I was big into the network. Look, I discovered that network in its pre-merger form 1998 i was channel surfing one day and i was like oh direct tv channel 354 came across a network called ZDTV, um and they had a show called GameSpot tv hosted by adam sessler and at the time i think it was lauren fielder and that at GameSpot tv eventually evolved turned into extended play with adam sessler k patello and then became x play adam sessler morgan webb anyway point being i followed that network from 90 fucking eight right um and i was that was my shit i tweeted the other day about how because other people were talking about how it was part of their daily routine my daily routine was uh, i would get home from school i would watch rap city after rap city was over it was 106 and park after 106 and park was over i flipped to tech tv slash g4 and i would watch the screensavers and then after (laughs) that i would flip to um usually it was like I don't know, I'd watch The Simpsons or some shit. But either way, it was like part of my daily routine. Everything about me, when you think about the fact that I love hip-hop and I love technology and video games and shit, like I was molded by all of that at that time period. Mm-hmm. So when I, that network was relaunching, I was like, okay, I'm ready for it to come back because I think there's, an, there's a bigger audience for what they were trying to do before than uh, back. I think there's a bigger audience for it now than there was then. Right. And so I was interested in it. And I felt like they missed the mark at every turn. It was mm-hmm. like, what exactly did you think was appealing about G4 before? Because you've missed all of it this time around. And it wasn't hitting for people because it was like they wanted to do. It felt like this time they were trying to be more Twitch, but it's like Twitch exists. Right. And so <laughs> nobody like nobody's like clamoring for that so much the part of the thing that people liked about g4 more than anything i think was that they had great personalities and it was informative and i thought that you guys were missing the informative part because you guys were just trying to be the personalities without recognizing that Mm -hmm. people got something from what you brought to the table right and yeah when they rebooted it it was just like hey look at these personalities like i can get personalities anywhere but like give me something I can't get elsewhere. Like you guys, you guys are owned by Comcast and being owned by Comcast means that you should have more access to certain things that average YouTuber doesn't have access to. So I don't know. You guys are going to go talk about the newest or the 30th anniversary of Mortal Kombat, right? Get me some interviews with Ed Boon because I know you guys can get it. Mm -hmm. Um, Or, you know, new iPhone just dropped. Cool. Get me an interview with, Probably not Tim Cook. You're not going to get Tim Cook. But um, at least somebody high up that can talk about it, right? Like, you guys have access to certain people and certain things 
that you should have been taking advantage of, and instead you guys just tried to be Twitch with a higher budget, and right. it didn't take. And uh, nah, I think uh, maybe going under was was harsh, but I, I, think- I was I was about to say, bro, like to to sit and say see Wood say this is his dream to be on G four, and you go, nah, I deserve to go under. <laughs> no, 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 like fam, well, like, well, okay, like it was crazy. his dream to be like it was his dream to be on G four, but I think even he could see probably that it wasn't the same. Um, it wasn't. Some they wasn't. weren't doing. They mm-hmm. weren't doing G four like G four should have been done. Right. And um, I would have rather seen it, of course, retooled. I think that 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 should have been the key. But I think they looked up and saw, guys, we're like not making any money at this. It's got to go. Um, and yeah, I just think it was a bad relaunch from the start. And I, I, that made me really sad because some days I do just sit back and like, let me watch an old episode of Attack of the Show from 2008 and reminisce a little bit. Like sometimes I do that shit all the time. And I hate that they just they missed the mark across the board on it, and it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, total I mean, shame. Yeah, of course you know don't want to see anybody lose their jobs and no, just the, everything that's come of that is kind of sad. Because uh, there are a lot of talented people that were working there, both mm-hmm. on the back end side and on television. Right, that mm-hmm. that sucks. I mean that that's kind of what really sucks about what's happening with Twitter too is that there are a lot of people that are yeah. like the unsung heroes of Twitter somewhere oh, yeah. losing their job, and those aren't the stories you're hearing. You're just hearing people making their jokes about Elon Musk when real people are affected by that. Yeah, uh, I mean I'm I'm hoping for whatever's next. Um, you know, I hope that whatever Jack Dorsey has planned for Blue Sky like turns out to either I wanted to do one of two things. I wanted to either launch and be successful or I want it to launch, be successful and show the rest of social media that, um, Hey, the way there was a way to do this. And we kind of got in over our heads, making these companies public and, um, and trying to adhere. Like Jack Dorsey's admitted that, Hey, I probably shouldn't have taken Twitter public. That was a mistake because right. at that point, then we were beholden to shareholders and, uh, it became, it, it became a money grab at that point. And yeah. so I'm hoping that whatever's next gets back to the basics of just create a network for the people. And that's it. Cause it's looking um, bad out here for Twitter. I'm gone. Like yes. every, every day it's like, all right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, get your I'll things. You guys We're leaving. <laughs> I'll say this at the moment. It's at least funny, but it's funny. Right. Like, like, I don't know. Uh, to, to quote Homer Simpson, like when a clown dies, right? Yeah. Like it's, um, it, it, it's, like it's somebody still dying, but you yeah. know, there's a little bit of humor in here. <laughs> I mean, there, there's, there's humor in everything. I'll find a way mm-hmm. to laugh at just about anything. Um, Definitely close to anything. Um, but I, I, it does suck that I feel like a lot of people that are freelancers like myself, like you get a lot of opportunities and you get a lot of exposure through Twitter. I Every mean, opportunity that I have pretty much has came I mean, connected yeah. oh, to yeah. Twitter. Really? I mean, we only know each other through Twitter. From Twitter. I, was, yeah, I was about to say this, this podcast, this podcast <laughs> wouldn't exist without Twitter. Um, yeah. I mean, there are tons of things that I've gotten to do as a creator that mm-hmm. I would not have gotten to do without Twitter. And so that mm-hmm. part of it also sucks that I feel like um, in some ways, real experiences and stuff like people that have made real friendships and done like real impactful things on Twitter is getting erased and this billionaire being bored and, you know, fucking up people's lives. It's just, it sucks. But that's of course, American capitalism world is fair. And that's where we are. 
It's kind of surprising yeah. that Twitter has actually lasted this long, if you think about it, because we don't like, things don't be really lasting don't. long with us. <laughs> we yeah, will shut some shit it, down pretty quickly. It's crazy too. Well, yeah, you know, Twitter <laughs> launched what oh six, oh seven, and here mm-hmm. we are in twenty twenty two. I think I got on in 09. So yeah, it's been like, I like, I'm surprised actually we got to 2022. Good for us. Like, cause like MySpace and those were, yeah, like, nobody, how long did MySpace last? Not for 11, MySpace, 12 years. Yeah. Years. You know, MySpace really got popping in like 04, 05. And then by about 09, everybody yeah, was like, you're still on over. MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was over for them. Facebook came in and took over. Facebook has kind of had a run, I guess. Yeah, but uh, even still, Facebook is like it's Facebook is like there. that thing I keep open because like I don't want to lose touch with like family members who are also keeping it open for the same reason. Exactly. But like <laughs> I don't actively use it. I, I gotta don't. see what my aunt Linda's talking about. Like what yeah, for sure. About <laughs> today, like see you know, <laughs> I, I I don't get on Facebook at all. Um, and I, everything I've I've decided from Facebook. Every time I get on there, it's like yo. If there are people that only can access me through Facebook, we probably don't need to talk. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's where I end up too. Yeah. Old cute. high school friends, I'm like, I don't even know why I'm still yeah, following some of them, you, bro. Some of them be over there talking crazy, man. Like, mm. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what's going on over there. They're getting Not all their time. conspiracy theories off. Like, y'all I'm keep that. Saying, <laughs> back. I think the thing that I, I like about Twitter, and it's ultimately the thing that um, – every other network has missed on and it's why um elon musk wanted it right because it's it's the most conversational app it is where the conversation like twitter is ultimately what number four in terms of popularity like it is not as well used as any of them TikTok kicks twitter's ass Um, instagram slaughters it facebook Mm -hmm. is still ahead in terms of usage and so it's not even the most popular but it controls the conversation it controls what the conversations mm-hmm. are happening, what conversations are happening in the world. Literally, SNL today is literally just like writers sitting around going, all right, what are people talking about on Twitter? Let's write some sketches. There's movies. What was that Zola? Whatever that movie was. There's Zola. Movies ba- Zola based off Twitter. Zola, oh one, of, one of those things based off yeah. Twitter threads. One of those like, things. There's things that there's news stories that come up this. There's mu- There's everything that has came off the backs of this. So it's going to be interesting moving forward how like entertainment changes off of not having something like twitter to to be on i think whatever comes next because there's all these competitors trying to to do their thing and like i've seen people saying i'm going to tumblr doing their thing i no, think you're not we're not about I, to be on tumblr on. guys stop it i'm not taking it not taking anything seriously like i said i'm willing to give blue sky a chance just because at least it's a lot of the brains that were behind twitter Mm-hmm. Um, basically trying the same thing because ultimately, if you can't be conversational, you don't have it. Um, it. If you if you can't do if you can't create conversation in your app, um, and the thing is, like TikTok can be conversational, but at the same time, I ain't trying to sit around making videos for like Man. a two second thought. Literally, it would take me mm-hmm. way shorter of a time to just type out two hundred forty characters than it is for me to to open up my camera and make sure I look good and. And give my thoughts out. Like, I'm not nah, trying to do all of that. I'm not going up over there. I suppose, like, as a musician, <laughs> I'm supposed to be over there at TikTok. And I just cannot. Every time I open, I'm like, I can't, bro. I'm out of here. I cannot. Nah, I, Absolutely I can, cannot. You gotta, you gotta push your new single, man. I'm not gotta, about to be in there the doing algorithms. this shit, Graham, and all that. Fucking, Come on, no, you're not about to have me out there <laughs> looking you're crazy. Not, you're on, not about bro. to over there, over there doing the comfort challenge? No Come way. On, you're Come not on, about man. to have me out there looking crazy. I cannot. I absolutely cannot. <laughs> 
That's why I'm like, I, we got to go somewhere else. I can't go to TikTok, wild, man. man. I can't. I like TikTok, but again, it is one of those things that uh, I don't personally have the time to dedicate the content. We're, we're not the demographic for, for, for we're not. TikTok. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I said, I'll scroll TikTok and I'll, I'll watch a couple of things, but it's like I, I don't have the capacity to create TikTok content. But on the other hand, look, I've been writing my whole life. Writing is a thing I'm like actually right. fairly good at. And so right. if I want to just express some thoughts in a written form and get them in a concise 240 characters. Get these I'm takes off, as they I'm, say. There's yeah, get these, I'm going to get these takes off. And that's <laughs> that's what I've enjoyed about Twitter. And that's what I... Um, and look, I, I know that it's not necessarily... Because, again, I get what um, Elon Musk is after. I get what he's trying to do. I fully understand what the motivation behind the... Uh, uh, the verification thing is, mm-hmm. which is money? that, no, not not it's even money. money. He he doesn't no he doesn't care about that eight dollars. That eight dollars makes no dent in what he gains and what Twitter makes. What he wants is ultimately to delegitimize um, journalism, and he said this. Right. He said it yesterday, right? He mm-hmm. said yesterday that I want to see more citizen journalism, and he feels like the if, fuck is citizen journalism. Some wild right, shit. Well, mm-hmm. what he wants is for it's not a thing, bro. I know, right? He wants the guy in his basement making YouTube conspiracy videos uh, to be seen yeah. on the same level as somebody who writes for the New York Times, exactly. and so he feels like what the way to do that, right, is to allow everybody to have access to the check yeah. mark so that way when you're viewing news you don't know the difference between um conspiracy guy and journalist who's been at this for 35 years right mm-hmm. and then the idea is supposed to be to sow distrust so then at that point you don't know who is reporting to you accurately so therefore nobody's reporting to you accurately and then therefore his class can all do what the fuck they want because right whatever reports on it are happening because that's the thing that they hate right now. Trump was exactly like this. Trump was like, he was the whole fake news push. This, this whole thing is that same idea. The idea is to, um, delegitimize reporters, the media press, whatever it is by putting non-media press at their same level and therefore, and thereby, um, making the system crumble and then giving them the ability because that's the thing they hate right now they it's like hey we used to be able to do what the fuck we want now i sneeze and all of a sudden there's a report mm-hmm. out there from the new york times that snowflakes yeah, there, there's, <laughs> but there, yeah there's a report from I the mean, new york times that says hey he just sneezed today what's wrong with his health and they're these people are like well we can't do anything anymore without them reporting on us so mm-hmm. we need to figure out a way to crush their system of reporting well, I mean, if we keep it a stack, he can still essentially do what he wants. I mean, yeah. he's, a, he, he's a he's a wealthy white man in America. He can do whatever mm-hmm. the fuck he wants. He can, um, but, 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 but think about how, how much his divorce was reported on, right? And how mm-hmm. much that was eating him up inside. He gave a fuck about that. Oh, no, he gave a fuck about that. No, I'm saying, I'm saying I that. don't care about his divorce. I, I, I could care I less about this rich man's divorce. But I don't, I get what you're saying, but I also think like, when you give power like that to the basement journalists or citizen journalists, as he called it, then you get in a situation with Alex Jones where now 
you're giving him the power to say things that he shouldn't be saying online. And then you now are sued for billions of dollars because you're saying stuff that you have no business saying. Um, and you have people listening to this clown that have no business listening to them. Um, okay, but he wants that, but not from the idea of wanting people to believe all of that. He wants it all wow. to be seen. Yeah, I, I don't think that's what he wants at all. Yeah, I don't no, think he cares I don't, I don't think he wants people be believing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he wants people disbelieving yeah. credible stuff by seeing right. it all at the same level. And so um, it's and, working because it, it's been fucking me up. These check marks. I'm like, oh, somebody with I'm a check mark. Dying, and then I go on their thing and they're like 100 followers. I'm like, wait, <laughs> that's exactly what it's doing, too. It's just like uh, all these troll get, accounts and, and, getting and, and, their stuff off. It's ooh, like, oh, it's going crazy. out there. And the thing is, I mean, even taking it to a wrestling standpoint, right, is that there is some validity or there has been for years of like you see Sean Ross Sapp says something. He's got a check mark next to it. Yep. You know that there's a little bit of credibility to that. You know that you can at least trust that Sean did the work because he is seen with credibility. But now any asshole who's got that check mark next to them can just go around and say that uh, Uh, they could go around post certain things are happening backstage, whatever. And it's like, well, Sean's got a check mark. He says this. This guy's got a check mark. He says this. So I guess we just can't trust uh, wrestling media. At no, this there, point. there are people that were doing that anyway, though. Like, there are people yes. like, oh, you can't trust any of these media guys. They're all liars. And it's like, okay, no, that, cool. but those are the guys who want to see this happen, that want to see no, of course, kind of the I system just... of reporting crumble. Uh, yeah. And, and that's, that sucks because I think that is going to backfire in a big, big way. And right. I think that's the reason yeah. why, despite all of the backlash to this happening with all of these look i've been laughing my ass off at some of this shit are you kidding me the u.s department of education tweeting that all student loans are gone mm-hmm. <laughs> and have to recheck and be like actually we were no that was a fake no tweet. we never we said yeah that's that. a fake tweet look i think all of this shit is hilarious um all the elon musk accounts they've mm-hmm. been great but you notice how with all of this happening no elon's not looking at the solution as well, this is what we need to do. We need to, I guess, go back to a true system of verification. He's gone to a, well, clearly, all verification needs to go right. uh, if this system's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, you had a system that worked. And it was verify. The idea of verification was not supposed to be an elite versus the, uh, the, the commoner, right? It was supposed to be that to, to stop imposterism it was if somebody has an account that uh that wields a little bit of um verbal power that you need to make sure that they are legitimately that person that's all it was that's all the check marks ever needed to be and yeah, I, I guess i would say to wrap this because people need to yeah. be careful with this is that all of these things start very funny um the trump yeah. stuff started funny at one point and it stopped being funny when he was standing in our fucking Oval Office and we had to actually yeah. listen to him. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah every, because, everybody said that they was going to move to Canada if he got elected. So we don't believe yeah. none of y'all that's talking about, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, going yeah. to Tumblr, I'm going to yeah, Instagram. Right. <laughs> like, y'all ain't going nowhere. No. <laughs> We're staying. Yeah. We're going to accept this awful, horrible thing. It's like we did the pandemic. Like, oh, this is just our lives now. That's what tip Twitter is going to be like. This is just our lives now. Uh, I don't know. I I will say that the granted moving to Canada took a whole lot more than like <laughs> moving moving apps. Like if it's literally I'm just sure. like <laughs> install something else new on my phone, 
and start typing there. Look, my thing is I will go wherever my folks are. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's that that that's how I feel. If right. uh everybody I knew started moving someplace, let's that's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You know, I'm not gonna be <clears throat> tumbling to myself, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but either way, hey, uh, C. Romero said, Sup, fellas. Will, you talked a few weeks ago about missing the Temptations play. They came to Omaha, Nebraska. It was fire. By the faces in the crowd, their music definitely brought people together. Yeah, for sure. Um, Let's go. Yeah, I know. I wanted to go. I had tickets uh, in hand that I had to to give to my kid's um, performing arts teacher, which mm-hmm. at least it was the right person, right? right. Uh, but I wanted to go to that play. Um, words from Wills says, shout out to the three kings of Grapsity. Question, have y'all noticed Bray is getting a little slimmer with every promo? Is it possibly, or is it possible they delayed us with the spooky dookie to give him time to get in shape? Spooky dookie. <laughs> what the fuck is spooky dookie, bro? The spooky dookie is crazy. With the spooky dookie. I actually kind of like that a lot. <laughs> nah, fuck it. I'm not saying uh, scary shit no more. I'm saying spooky dookie. I mean, uh, but... it, it's, it's Bray Wyatt, so I mean, it's pretty fitting. It is Uh-oh. a lot of spooky dookie, so, uh... <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. no, I, mean, I mean, look, because that was the thing people were kind of commenting on when Bray first showed up at Extreme Rules. They're like, oh, he looks heavier than before. Um, but look, man, as somebody who was heavier, um, I mean, look, getting in shape is is something that we uh, we do. And that's something that... Um, and like being on TV, like he was not on TV, so of course he doesn't care. But then you see yourself on TV and you're like, hey, yo, like he prob- probably wasn't even from the fans. It could just be him seeing himself and being like, oh, I should do better for myself or whatever the situation is. You know, you don't really know with health mm-hmm. and all type of shit what's really yeah. going on. That's why I hate commenting on shit like this because yeah, like, no, I don't know, know I, what this man's yeah, going I, through. I don't know what's going on. I mean, I'll always shout out anybody getting in shape because mm-hmm. I... Again, I know what that's like. Um, yeah, so. I mean, to go back to the Chadwick thing, remember when he lost all that weight and people exactly. started jumping on him? Damn. And it's yeah. like, yeah, I think hey, don't always no, count on people's weight because you just don't know what's going on. Exactly. I mean, if, if it's just him trying to get back in and work his shape to start wrestling mm-hmm. again, I get it. But, I mean, I don't want to comment on it other than because mm-hmm. we just don't know. Yeah, exactly. We don't. Um, and then uh, I'm guessing that was for Graham. Also, is that Andre 3000? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> really listen man i get it all the time it's either andre 3000 it's nipsey it's snoop it's just it's just, Nip, I, nipsey that, that's the one yeah not graham with the uh, with the flute uh randomly you see graham somewhere in the airport with a flute playing nice. that's crazy <laughs> Yo, that, catch me in soho man i'm saying some overalls on man just checking out the garden you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> with a cardigan you feel me <laughs> <laughs> jake salazar said road dog was wrestling riffraff yep uh, yo, yo yes. swag on top of swag on top of gucci bag swag swag on top of swag <laughs> tiptoeing in my jordan I thought uh, uh, for a little while he was saying that he was training himself to become a wrestler, Riff Rap. I wonder what happened. Yo, with that. he was. Stop. <laughs> he was yeah, capping, bro. He you got said buff it, bro. and everything. Nah, I was like, hey, Riff Rap about to be out here. Stop, bro. You said it, bro. You said it at the top, bro. Capadonna, bro. People be lying, bro. They just be 
saying stuff, bro. People do just be saying, come on, man. No, you could just be saying whatever out here. Let me say, see a riffraff as a wrestler, though. Like, I mean, he got the aesthetic right there, though. He's he looks like a wrestler for sure, but not like a star, but like. Definitely when you uh when you're creating a wrestler and you shuffle through the pre-made the pre made one, he's one of those for sure. All the tattoos, you got the grill. I know. That's yeah, no, that's exactly what it happens when you're trying to play career mode. You don't want to like go through the whole creative wrestler. Take time so you, doing all so you just hit shuffle and it just gives you all the options. That's oh rap. That's rap. Yeah. As long as my man got a falcon arrow, I'm rolling with it. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I went through a period where I watched a lot of rip rap videos. That's why I knew that song right away because, like, it's just one of those train wrecks where you just can't look away. Like, he used to have those freestyle videos. Like, one of my oh, favorites man. is the one where he walked up, walked in with the rolled up 20 in his nose. And the, I was like, yo, you're just not even going to hide it. You, you're tooting on, it, on YouTube, bro. You just go just take a whole line on do YouTube. Not like, cool. Care. Do not care. <laughs> character jake also Sweet said also i have never in my whole life heard somebody say you remember that road dog match never not once no zero out of zero time no maybe the way. maybe the dumpster match i'm gonna shoot him a little bit oh, of bell like that but it. is that a road dog match that's really yeah, the fact that it's a tag yeah. match and yeah you know, right right, you know, right it's right, not a road dog right. match. yeah he right <laughs> uh somebody out here checking for no shake right board, board dude said <laughs> board dude said brett still look like muffy from the arthur though um, what does that mean? Hold on, let's see. Uh, well, I, I know what Muffy little... looks like, but Muffy is the rich kid, right? I will say that Arthur was slightly after my time, so yeah, Muffy is the rich kid. Um, I don't really understand the reference other than that. Muffy. Oh yeah, I don't see that either. <laughs> I don't understand the reference. I don't, I don't get it. Oh no! Please Man. explain, Albert. People are trying to get their shit off. Let Albert do his thing. Uh, Leonard says Aldis, uh, regarding Aldis, he should go home to Impact. Agreed. Yeah, he ah. should. The, the way you said Albert like that, I don't know if I've ever said this on this podcast, but my dad's name is Alfred, and he's a junior. At one point, that was in conversation for my name to be Alfred the Third. Can you really wow. think of a world where Grapsity could have been hosted by an Alfred? Oh, my God. <laughs> he really brought that oh, around, man. too. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Uh, here. I can't believe it. What's the song? That. Nasty. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, with the Nas Never. album dropping this week. Yeah, no, let's move on. Let's move on. I know. I know. Uh -oh. With Nas dropping fire this week, we can't bring it back to Nostradamus. Mm -hmm. One of his worst records ever. Sorry. <laughs> trash record. You want to ball? I mean, it this podcast. Sorry, buddy. Oh, come on. Nostradamus. Just to back it. Come uh, on, you want to ball till you fall? Eyes. I can help you with that. It's hard though. That's hard. That, is, that was a trash record. Too. That's hard. I hated that record. Sorry. <laughs> I hated a lot oh, of Nostradamus. That album wasn't good. Yeah, it was kind of. Yeah. But yeah, no. I, I mean, mean, yeah, no. Honestly, people were calling him a little bit of a, a candy rapper till uh yeah. till Stillmatic. Like yeah. that. It was weird to think about the fact that it was like Nah. Nah started out like. You know, we had Illmatic, and then after that, it, he got really pop. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and and had he not turned it around with Stillmatic, I don't know mm. what the perception of him today what, would be. What would have happened if Jay never dissed him is a question I ask Ooh. myself a lot. If yeah. he had never dissed him and he never right. came back hard, what would have happened to his career? 
That's the real way. It just been missing. It, look, it would have been Uchi Wally the rest of his career. Damn. It wouldn't have been no one Mike. It just would have been Uchi Wally. <laughs> exactly. No, it wouldn't have been no either or. It wouldn't have, it would have been, been Uchi Wally. Question. <laughs> Is it Uchi Wally or Uchi Wally? That's <laughs> I think it's Uchi Wally. <laughs> and, and by the way, Blueprint 2, I think that just turned, I think that the anniversary of that was either today or yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh, what? And I'm already seeing conversation about, ooh, is Nas King's disease series better than the Blueprint series? I'm like, stop this. Stop. Like, let's no, no, not, let's not do that. Let's, it's it's been two days. Let's not do this. I get it. I get it. But let's let's not do this. I hate I that we're still doing this. But I do. I did LOL at the bars that he had about where he said he was listening to TakeOver and he <laughs> saying it yeah. wasn't over. That Take shit over. is hilarious. But <laughs> it's mean, still like, damn, I, can I mean, we stop? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it is over, Nas. You're, you're like drinking next to this dude with the with the you're drinking wine with this dude and you're right. like no nah, it man. is over boy it's, it's over, over. <laughs> y'all got a handshake i've seen a rock boys video like, exactly. oh, man. we saw you on stage both posted up like that it's over bro we good, we good. I, yeah I, I seen you trying to fake conversation with mariah carey in that video like you guys really were having a conversation that was that funny like nothing y'all were saying was that funny bro like, come on <laughs> You know how them, but them rich boys be doing, man. They was having a good conversation. So, yeah, no, no, no. I get it. Nah, it is over. You guys are both eating well at this point. This, this beef is over with. Y'all are both very rich. Yes. <laughs> very. very. Yes. Smiley says, oh, what's up, go. boys? Just checking in. About to get my claws done and get a drink. Also, hi, Reggie. Hello, Tracy. Nice to see you, my friend. Enjoy your drink out there. Enjoy your claws. Enjoy it. Hi. Uh, Chicken Lil Curry says, um, uh, shout out Will for the Joker the Bail Bondsman reference. He was from Alaska. That was dope to see in Cable. Also, the White Girl song reference. Yeah, Mighty Casey. Don't tell Minister Farrakhan. He don't want to know what's going on. Yeah, no, I I watched all of it. Wild lyrics, bro. (laughs) Wild (laughs) If if you've never got a lap dance to I Ain't Got No Panties On, just let me know. Pull the panties you, off. You, you Pull the panties off. You got you, you to experience that. Yeah, yeah. And he said, and since he says his name was Curry, shout out to the Warriors for that dub last night. It was big uh, action. I'm saying it's getting a little spicy out there, you Listen, guys. Your boys are working hard to try to come back from this. But, you know, it's early. I'm, I'm going to keep saying it. It's early. It's, it's early. still early. Right. It's still early. I, I tweeted it earlier, and I'm standing by this, even with their record. Steph Curry is the best player in the world right now. Oh, yeah. Steph he, is he cooking. Yeah. But yeah. we're going to need the rest of the team to get the shit together. Yeah. Dray- Draymond just be punching and kicking and he throwing and body it. slamming. He don't care about <laughs> nothing. He's next. Yeah. Triple H finna pick him up. I'm saying. Let's go. <laughs> Put that in your Infinity Gauntlet memes. Yeah, he, he, gonna, he gonna be standing back backstage during Emma segments? Like, that's what, that's what you, <laughs> you're saying? Yeah, what was that segment uh, this week? That was... Mm-hmm. Nuggets took the uh, the L last night to the Celtics, which mm. I saw coming. I was like, "All right, Celtics at home are doing fairly well. They're balling. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but Nuggets got the Bulls tomorrow. Phil, mm. yeah. uh, the Bulls are probably gonna lose that game. But yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the the Bulls record right now? Five and four, I think. Six and four. Uh. Six and seven. Mm. I was right about the win. Six. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Cavs, though. Cavs are balling, where's too. The, where's the season I, coming I, from? I, where did that come from? Donovan Mitchell. I, I figured they were going to be good, but they're better than I thought they were going to be. Right. Yeah. LeBron I mean, at home, mad as hell. Like, don't be. 
do absolutely do not do this. I don't need people saying something about the Cavaliers too on top of it. Right. Oh, <laughs> Lakers in the mud. Everybody I'm calling saying. me a liar. Like, <laughs> Cavs no. are up. Honestly, <laughs> the LeBron lie memes have been getting me. They are hilarious. Yeah, I, this is one man. of those that I feel validated because I started on this podcast and I said, yo, can this dude stop trying to pretend he's up on every twin on trend and stop trying to act like There's he's not he's one Mr. Cool. And yeah. and then and then when I saw all of the lies, I was like, I told you guys that this dude is a liar, man. But you know, everybody that? won't take it seriously because I'm this Bron hater. No, this he dude's been that. lying to you guys for like 12 years, bro. You Come read down. that story? How about that? How he said he was, I think he was talking to Carrie Underwood and he said they call him Lasso LeBron because he really likes country music. Nobody <laughs> calls you Lasso Brian, bro. Stop it. <laughs> That's a nasty Ron lie. Be Catholic, That's a nasty bro. thing hey, to lie about. That's the funniest <laughs> nigga in the world. That, that's my favorite James. nickname. That's that's my favorite nickname. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my favorite quote. You know what I'm saying? Lasso LeBron. Lasso LeBron. Nah. I mean, I saw a couple man. of wrestling memes with it too. It was like, yeah, look, I I said when I saw Stone Cold or when I saw Stunning oh Steve Austin, God. I was like, look, this guy, uh, you need to go to WWF. You need to go for you with Vince McMahon, and it's gonna take you off. I'm telling you, is you're gonna be the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. When I when I seen when I when I saw the news that Bret Hart signed that deal with Vince McMahon, that twenty year contract or whatever that was, I was like, I just got a bad feeling about this. Survivor Series gonna come around, and he's just gonna end up in WCW. It's gonna be crazy. Goldberg gonna kick his head off. It's gonna be. I, I don't know. I just I, I can't believe yeah. it. Like, Damn, damn. This man, Bron, is crazy. He's nuts. Man, what a guy. Play some basketball, LeBron. Shit. Yeah. He is trying to play uh, basketball. They suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Look, as, as, like, I'm opposite of Phil. Like, I. I love LeBron. Me too. This shit is funny. It's uh, hilarious. That's, that's it. It's yeah. funny. And what about what about Russ showing everybody? Y'all's talking all that shit. Now I'm out here playing a little bit too. Like, uh, you know, shout yeah, out to Russ. Look, all I'm happy is that basketball's back. There is yes, basketball is my favorite thing. I know that like pro wrestling is is my thing, and that's the thing I know best. But god damn it, I love the NBA. Right, I couldn't be more happy that, that like basketball's it. back, but. It, it gives me a, a, an extra bit of joy to see the Lakers not only in the mud, but seeing this guy get exposed for the fraud that he always is. <laughs> this man just... Phil, hey, hate Phil. Some LeBron, man. Phil, just, just revel in what you are, my friend. Just revel in what oh, you are. Have you not watched this podcast? I always revel in who I am. Phil, hate him no, I, LeBron, I, I, I understand, bro. You you hate the the uh, the, the house party thing. Like, the, the trailer sucks. It's, why is Don <laughs> ruining your childhood? I understand. It does I suck. It. it does. I'm sorry. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it. On and, HBO Max, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. But you know what I'm not going to watch, though? I saw they just finished the Half-Baked 2 and that made me really sad. Ew, why did they do, we do that? What? Who's doing that? They said that? they just wrapped production. The only person back is uh, Mary Jane. Um, that she's the only one still in it. Nobody yeah, might watch it for her. Jay she's Chappelle's fine. Yeah, she's still fine. Nobody's in it. I know she is, but uh, she no. is fine though. Yeah. But what? But why are they doing that? Yeah. yeah, they just announced that they're done with production. It's and like it's, when they did How High 2 and we were all this like, is gonna be like, we don't nah, need that at all. If, we don't need yeah, that. If Lil Yachty is in this, I got to pass. <laughs> man. And I like Lil Yachty, Lil Yachty and DC yeah. Young Fly, but like, don't do this. We don't need this. We don't need yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's uh, Yeah, it says Half-Baked. I just found the headline. Half-Baked 2 raps filming Rachel True confirmed to return. Um, and I guess it's <laughs> I love Rachel True, but that's not bringing me to Act, the acting box, like Rachel True office. was the star of that movie. Oh, crazy. <laughs> that's wild marketing, right? Rachel True's back, and we're like, okay. Rachel True returns. <laughs> All 
right? Yo. That's great. <laughs> Where's she been at? <laughs> right. Oh, right. No, yeah, she I, is I fine, it's though. Possible. Let's keep reiterating. Yeah. She I think what's fine. a kind of a wild thing to me about half baked, and maybe it's just the Colorado thing, but like when half baked one came out, obviously, I, the times were different. But mm-hmm. I feel like weed isn't as taboo. It's not. It's as not. it was then. To where like it's way different now yeah it's way different now it literally we just had an election this past tuesday and multiple states continued to legalize it so like it's not necessarily what it was then <laughs> colorado um, trying to legalize shrooms too we did we voted to legalize shrooms word yeah Those now decriminalizing be, be i have too. to say i voted yes on that however I didn't realize, and that's not to say I wouldn't have had I not, but I didn't realize <laughs> what I was voting yes on, like, um, until after, like, I read through it, right? I, I read through the whole thing, and uh, it was about regulating, the, the way they had worded it was regulating mind-altering uh, medications or plants, right? But the part I missed in there was comma fungi. And had I noticed that, I would have been like, oh, shrooms. This is exactly what we're talking about. But I completely missed the word fungi in there. And so when they were like, well, Coloradans have voted to legalize shrooms. And I went, I did? And I went back and looked at the ballot. <laughs> and I read through that amendment again. And I was like, yep, there it was. It was totally Colorado, there. here I come, bro. There you go, man. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Colorado did legalize shrooms. However, we voted Trippy. no. Turn your ass into John Moxley. They, they- <laughs> <laughs> They, uh, it was on the ballot to, to get on California's level. They wanted to start selling wine and harder liquors in grocery stores. Um, uh, that failed, so they don't. We don't do you sell wait. Them. What I thought that was everywhere. That's regular. Nope, that's a California y'all, thing. What? Y'all have that Sunday thing where like y'all, y'all have to wait till like 12 to go buy liquor, or like y'all can't nah, buy like alcohol but, after eight or something. Like, no, nah, we just we have liquor stores, right? So that that's it. Like, and the liquor stores all fought to stop grocery stores from being able to sell hard liquor. Oh, that is definitely a Colorado thing. You can go anywhere in the city of Chicago at this point, you probably get liquor. Bro, there's a liquor yeah. store down the street right here so, by my house so, that doesn't so, even sell liquor. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, so so what was where you go get the backwoods at? <laughs> So what was going on during the pandemic? Because here, um, there was a moment where you could go and buy open liquor in the city and, yep. and get like liquor as, as takeout, yeah. like mm-hmm. at restaurants. And yeah, I mean, so it's basically just like uh, they just won't give grocery stores liquor licenses. That's it. That is um, so they, weird. That's weird. Um, and we we don't have it. Like look, the that most grocery never work here. The most grocery stores can sell in Colorado is beer, um, and <laughs> The way that the campaign ads, the way they were playing, and they were fighting hard. The campaign ads were like in the state of California. Uh, over, <laughs> they, they were like over eighty percent of Instacart deliveries um, that ha- that contained alcohol did not ask for IDs or failed ID checks. And so uh, they were like, "Do you really?" And they were showing like some teenagers ordering on Instacart. They were like, "Do you really want your teens ordering alcohol?" Uh, from their local grocery store. Such a lie. You Vote. can't leave the order without an ID. <laughs> They're I'm like, I was, I was about to say, yeah, you, yeah, that's definitely a lie. I hate <laughs> campaign ads. Where are, I just want to know where all the hot moms get their wine at. They got to go to a liquor store. You mean a fifty-five-year-old fine-ass mom is going to a liquor store to get her wine? Yes. Ew. 
Yes. You cannot. Uh, it has to be bought. You know, you got to get a cheese plate, some fruit, and yeah. the wine. That's the point. I know. You gotta, that's store. why they're in the same parking lot. You got to go to the liquor store first, and then you got to circle mm -hmm. around and hit the grocery store. To too get many steps for else. the fine mom. Her kid's in the car. She can't be going to too many stores. She got one store to go mm -hmm. to. Yeah. No, Shout I, out I, to I, hot moms. <laughs> we love y'all. That's Reggie's <laughs> genre. That's... Especially me. Hello, how? If your mom's fine, send her my uh, Twitter before Twitter goes down. Uh -oh. Y'all <laughs> This man Chum. says, send her my Twitter, not my phone. <laughs> no, bro. I want her to see how I get my shit off first. Right. <laughs> you think that's that's that that's the that's the icebreaker right there. That's the exactly. Icebreaker. She's like, so about Bray Wyatt. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I do not. Let's move on, lady. <laughs> it is. Yeah, he want to filter through his options. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I I will say though, uh, with election season having been behind us, I definitely have a crazy addiction to that shit. I I hate election ads. I hate campaign ads. I hate all that shit. But you know what? Give me six straight hours of <laughs> John King time. and Steve Kornacki at their board pointing at fucking um, parts of the map. That's my shit. I, I can do all that of sounds, that. And that I, sounds awful. Bro says Steve Kornacki. It's crazy I was, out there. I was up till <laughs> five in the morning, Tuesday night, I guess, going into Wednesday, just <clears> watching <throat> them, looking at... Uh, I should not know the counties of georgia the way i do but the no, fact yeah. is the 2018 election 2020 and 2022 i have learned the georgia map as well as i could possibly learn it because i've watched stacy abrams run and lose twice and uh i i've i've watched it all i know that map really well that sounds awful mm. this is this is my shit i'm addicted to that shit i your day I so, fucking love it. So what you're telling me at this very moment is that you would rather watch this dude pointed colors appear on a map than watch Atlanta. What is wrong with you? <laughs> he said it. See, so bring it right back around. Yeah, you know, he he's gonna because, he's gonna keep doing that to us. Well, and, too, and until you know we what's funny it. too is I'm actually watching Georgia, so it like all came back. Wow! Oh, wow! <laughs> what do you mean wow. watching it? What I'm watching Atlanta. <laughs> You said, you said, I, I, I see Clay come right here. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Crazy. Uh, Atlanta nah, is where but... they do that uh, that Sunday thing, too, when you brought that. When I went to Atlanta for WrestleMania, I remember it being Sunday, and they're like, no, you can't buy alcohol today. I'm like, what? This is Atlanta, That's, that's a South thing. What that, you mean? That, that's a South thing. That's so weird. But they be turning up in the South. That's why they be pulling up, huh? But, but again, <laughs> like, we can't I get mean... no drinks. Let me get some drink. But the crazy thing, again, is that I live in Colorado, right? We we are going on year 10. It was 2012 that we legalized pot. Like, it is not – it has been so long. It is completely ingrained in our culture. I You saw that tweet I posted of the awful Nature's Herbs and Wellness commercial. Ooh, so like, bad. Oh, so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I I hate the idea. It's not that I hate the idea of them having commercials. Obviously, you know, running a business, you should be able to buy ads wherever you're buying your ads. But it's just the idea that there are people sitting in jail right now. Yeah. And meanwhile, you guys are just nature's herbs, nature's herbs, mm -hmm. nature's herbs and wellness. Yeah. Concentrates in edibles. That's fucked up. Our Welcome. strain's incredible. <laughs> it's like <the> awful, <laughs> awful shit. I don't want to hear. incredible. 
<laughs> that's how the commercials Welcome. go. <laughs> Welcome. This is this is America. You know the first the funniest thing was the first year that pot was legal in Colorado. We couldn't. They couldn't actually say what they were selling. That eventually changed, but they couldn't say what they were selling. So they had to use like code words, but not even like traditional code words. Um, like the commercials would be like, "So where do you go to have your fun?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. "You like your fun to be a little green? Well, come on over to this place." And it was like you, you could not actually say what you were selling. Because it was all FCC regulated and it was it's still illegal at the federal level, so that was like you couldn't say it on the on the air, but you still had to try to imply it some way somehow. And now it's like nobody gives a shit anymore. They're like, come buy your cannabis products here at Nature's Herbs and Wellness. Yeah. <laughs> so, Do you like your money in a Ziploc bag? Straight <laughs> <laughs> up, man. Free all my niggas that's locked up for uh, weed, though. Yeah, that's what we're actually do. Because, like, yo, it's crazy out here. When I see a billboard, I'm like, that's dope. But also, what Will is saying is like, there's people yeah. that are locked down right now for a joint and that are going to yeah. be in jail for a long time. So we need to like figure it out. Yeah, that that that's where I'm at with it. That's why I feel the way I feel. So. Uh, Kaden says, any rap suggestions for newbies to the genre? See, you know what's funny about Kaden, and I'm going to always give you shit, Kaden. Kaden <laughs> is so young. Yep. Like, you know, Kaden sat with us. That plays a big at, role. I know. When we went to, uh, what was it? We were at IHOP back in Chicago for All Out, and Kaden was with us. And it was like, there were literally people at that table twice Kaden's age. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, it's tough, right? Because suggestions for newbies to the genre like i've been listening to hip-hop my entire life like Mm -hmm. do i start you out back in the with with 80s music like i started out with probably not right Mm -mm. like i don't know if that's gonna do anything for you but um i don't know i it depends on what you're looking for if you're just looking for fun music it's it's different if you're looking because you don't listen to everything for the same reasons. Like, right. It's just like when we were just talking about Drake. I don't listen to Drake to listen to him kick knowledge. I wouldn't right. want to hear him. I wouldn't want to hear mature Drake. Who wants to hear mature Drake? There's nothing Buzz about this. You, 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 you don't want relationship advice with Drake? No. No. Uh-uh. No, I, no, I want him to be toxic and I want him to be petty and get his shit off. That's his, right. that's his entire rap character. Like, why would I want him to? That'd be like me in the mid-90s going like, man, I sure wish... Uh, I wish Hove would stop rapping about Coke and start, you know, right. actually kicking knowledge. No, man, mm-hmm. get, get your shit off. The same thing with Griselda. Like, I don't want to hear Griselda kicking knowledge. No, I want the Coke talk. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they are kicking knowledge, though. Don't don't get yeah. it twisted. There's right. some knowledge in there, but you know what I mean. You, you're, you're you're tuning in for Griselda for the vibes. Yeah. And, I'm not and, going exactly. for life advice Adams. here. Yeah, no. that's what's great. I think that's what's great about hip hop now and streaming. Like, you don't have to go to one rapper for everything. You go to Pusha T for the coke yeah. raps. You go to Drake for the toxic raps. You go to Lil Yachty for the fucking young boy. Whatever I can't understand half of the shit they're talking about. You gotta play more kind of. You you don't like the. um, You weren't a fan of Poland. Uh, Poland is hard. That track is pretty hard though. I I, I walked to Poland. I listened to that and I was like, okay, this is kind of hit. But most of the time, I just don't get it. Like Playboy Cardi and all these guys. I'm like, "Eh, I like, I I like it. I like what it's like. I like what it's doing, but I just don't get it. Um, 
I don't know. Recommendations. It's hard. Because it's, that's such it's a so big hard. genre. It's just hard for me to just go pick this one album and think that you'll like it. Like, mm. I feel like there's undeniable stuff. Like, I, I think King's Disease 3 is a great mm-hmm. album, but I don't know if I would say that that's accessible for everybody. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. Let, let's let's um, gotta get narrow it. this let's narrow this down for him. How about this? Let's say, Caden, that you're what you're looking for specifically is lyricism. Mm-hmm. And uh because I think getting a good understanding of hip hop, that's probably a good place to start. Yeah. If you're looking for something new, I'd say probably like Jid. The new Jid album, uh, Forever Story, is really dope. I think for like, as a general broad thing, like Jid does a lot of things that somebody that doesn't listen to hip hop can digest and they'll understand it. And he does it in a really dope way as far as like new stuff. If it's old stuff, though, Tribe Called Quest, I'm going to recommend Tribe Called Quest every time. I think their shit is timeless. I think you could pull up a Tribe Called Quest song right now and be like, this shit is dope. And no matter what the year it is, so. Yeah, I think uh, if you're looking for something old that is accessible to anybody, I would say Wu-Tang. I feel like Inner mm-hmm. Chamber, like, I, they're the reason why they're, like, one of the most popular rap groups ever, because yeah. I don't care what your walk of life is, you can appreciate Wu-Tang. Everybody loves Wu-Tang, seriously. I've seen every race, every yeah. gender, every yeah. everything. Somebody, they always like Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang. It's classic. So, like, if I'm going for something new, and we're talking, again, lyricism, um... You know, I was really big on, and I still am. I've probably listened to it at least 20 times since it came out. Still my favorite album this year. Um, and I'm talking about Black Thought and mm. uh, Danger Mouse, Cheat Codes. That album Cheat Codes is hard. Cheat Codes. It's been a crazy year for music, man. I'm yeah. like, damn, a hell really of bangers have came out. A lot of dope shit. That's wild. Yeah, especially, so I, especially the second half of the year, too. I'm like, yo, y'all were saving it up, huh? What's going on here? Yeah. Uh, Tana Talk is still hard. Mm. Like, It's been a lot of... Crazy. I think that's still my album of the year. I played it like, now. It's like this shit. You forget Kendrick dropped an album this year. Like what? Yeah. I don't <laughs> listen to it at all. I haven't heard it. Since <laughs> I the first don't time listen I heard to it. that Kendrick album. Oh, oh my god, man! You guys it's the first one. Story. It's just too. It's good. Much. It's a really good album. I just don't listen to it that often. <laughs> but Lupe had an album this year that was Lupe. great. Lupe, like, no album. It was fine. You know, um, uh, Saba, Gibb like, put out a dope Saba's thing. album Saba's was great this year. putting out dope shit. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. like, really dope content out, out there, actually. Mm-hmm. So This was a great year. Like, if there was ever a year to introduce yourself, like, this is it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you got, you got a taste of everything this year. Even if your taste is, yeah. like, dance hall Drake music. Like, you yep. got that this year. This is mm-hmm. it. Like, well, yeah. w- watch this. Drake, I've, I've listened to both of those Drake albums more than that Kendrick album this year. <laughs> I have. I haven't listened to that Drake album since the first time I heard it. I was like, "No, nah, I'm good." Thank what you. was it called? Honestly, never mind or whatever. Yeah, I heard that, what I a, a couple from that, and I was like, "Yeah, never mind for <laughs> sure, bro. I'm good." Yeah, no thanks. Uh, or Drake the... also, Caden, if you like that type of thing. So yeah, yeah. 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 the blur just sent us a, a donation. Thank you. Pastor. I'm a little upset. Nobody says Soldier Boy The DeAndre <laughs> Way, like. <laughs> This man, the classics. He started all this. We disrespected the man. We come on, man. This is crazy. Big Draco. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I wouldn't say all that, Dante. The the Kendrick album is very good. I just feel like you got to be in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh It's not nothing bad about it at all. I think it just has to be like a time and a place. Like I can't bump this in my car. I'm like, I got to pull over and cry at some point. I don't have time. Yeah, I don't. I don't want (laughs) to listen to that record of of him him arguing with his girlfriend over and over. Like that's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Salute to Alchemist, though. No, Vicky of Alchemist. 
It's between Alchemist and Hit Boy for me for producers of the last five years, honestly. Because every time they put out a new joint, I'm like, y'all boys. That's it. That was what I was so happy with Cheat Codes about. Because, like, my favorite producer of the last two decades has been Danger Mouse. Mm -hmm. And, like, I I hated that his name had fallen out of the conversation for so long. And then it was Mm -hmm. like, oh, here's Danger Mouse back. And he's with Black Thought. And... But I, I don't know. I was just over the moon about that album, and I I just continue to listen to it every chance I get. You see, they dropped the video for the 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 song with um uh, MF Doom, um yeah, and uh, it's very good. So. Black Thought is also fifty years old and rapping also 50. like <laughs> you can If I tried for fifteen years, I wouldn't be able to rap as good as Black Thought. He is amazing. He's Great the is. best. Mm. Uh, let's see. Grand B talking about the Usos said more like the Usco brothers glorified tribute act. <laughs> Do we want to talk about it? Um, Stole your whole shtick from the Young Bucks. All right, let's move on because I don't have to. Um, um, do, do, I mean, how how far do we want to get into it? Because I feel like to to notify my point that I feel like New Day is better than them. I feel like most of their best matches are with New Day, and that's for Facts. a reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. and New Day wasn't stealing from nobody. <clears throat> oh. Uh, Can we move on? You guys are yeah. trying to get me caught up. Damn. So, <laughs> Caden says, without Twitter, I can't bug Will. Uh, I mean, it's like, never a bug. To, where do you go to troll Will Washington if there's no Twitter? Like, if I want to just <laughs> Our group stuff. chat. What do you mean? I mean, I know for me. Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, for I'm, me saying, I'm thinking yeah. about Caden, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to help Caden out. <laughs> uh, so, Raw had other things. Because, you know, Phil mentioned Raw opening up with... Um, with that Usos and New Day promo. It's a good way to open the show. The yeah. show closed until they brought your boy in there. That was, you know. <laughs> Man, not Is it boy. dead? This is where we're I, starting out. Is Money in the Bank dead in the water? Is it dead? First off, oh, let's open this topic up because let's go back Uh-oh. to June of 2022. Can we roll the clip here, please? Oh, we don't have the clip. That's okay. But I believe <laughs> I said here on this show, Money in the Bank is fucking dead. Kill yeah. that shit. It's done. It's one of those concepts I think this that... proves your point, though. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It kind of does. He challenged for a, the not world championship. Like, that's... That, it's dead. That, the concept is you challenged I don't, the I don't world think, champion. I don't think it's dead. It. I don't think it's that the concept is dead. I think when you look at the last four winners, they picked four guys that shouldn't have had the briefcase. Let's go. <laughs> Otis... Corbin, um, and now Theory. None of those guys should have won a briefcase. That doesn't mean that the briefcase is bad. They chose three bad guys to give the briefcase. Nobody wants to see Braun with that briefcase. Nobody wants to see Otis with that briefcase. But I just think at this stage, though, they've done it so many times that nobody's first title win should be coming via... I don't ever want to see another 30-second to two-minute title match in which that's somebody's first title win. I think that at this point, we need to get back to establishing... First title wins via buildups, mm. via um, you know, call, via hard uh, matches. It. I hate to compare, but instead of uh, just going in and running in on John Moxley, he was like, "I want to have a match at this time." Like I, that's how the concept should be. I thought like RVD did it. We got to uh, see the hard work and dedication, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to see anybody do it again. I don't want to see another. I don't care if they're babyface heel. I do not want to see somebody else win. It just hasn't after. worked for so long, I think. Okay, so mean. let's get into the context of this, of course. Um, yes. Austin Theory failed his cash-in this week, um, tried to cash-in 
on the drip god himself, the United <laughs> States champion, um, the, the most over wrestler on Raw. There Seth you Rollins. go. Um, but it, so here's my thing with this. Uh, I think that it, the concept works because I don't think that Biggie had a bad cash in, for example, but I think Biggie was a good winner. Like, that's why I said out of the last four winners, Biggie is the only one I can think of that people wanted him to have that briefcase. Those other three guys, nobody was interested in that. Um, and so I think with theory, the problem all along was you put the briefcase on a guy that is not ready to be a credible contender. Right. And I feel like with that, Triple H inherited a guy that he would now have to try and make work with this briefcase. And it wasn't going to happen for two reasons. A, he wasn't ready. And then B, they don't know what they're doing with Roman. They don't know how to take both those titles off of Roman. And so you're not going to have him challenge him. There, there, there's no way I believe that Theory is going to beat this man. So, right. I mean, we just watched this guy have this super long match with Logan Paul at, at, at Crown Jewel. And at no point in that match did I think Logan Paul was winning that match. And it was a good match. But I, at no point did I think Logan Paul was winning that match. And so if that's where we are, as great as Logan Paul looked in that match, I don't think that Theory is going to win. So... And I tweeted this when it was happening. I think that this was the right decision. And I know people might not like that, but I think this was the right decision because you weren't going to be able to make theory into the guy in a year. Um, it, it just wasn't going to work. And I think Triple H was like, yo, we got to cut our losses with this. It ain't going to work. I think it would have just been better for him to cash in on Roman and Roman beat him. That would have felt better for me for the briefcase. Yeah, that, think, it's just devalued by him going to the other you, championship. You, you think it devalues the briefcase itself? Yeah. Yeah. I don't Because think. what's the point? Like, oh, get the briefcase and I'm going to challenge for the fucking Intercontinental title. I don't care about that. I'm so, saying for the world championship and why am I not challenging? I would have been better if he, if he would have challenged Roman. Roman punched him and pinned him in three seconds to me. <laughs> so, because so, he challenged for the actual world championship. So, Graham, give yeah. your take, because I'm going to need to clear the paint on this one. Give your take. I'm going to wait for everybody else's. <laughs> okay. I, I, I just think that they could have figured out another way to do it. Like, mm -hmm. even if they felt like, oh, man, this can't really work right now. Like, you still got, like, seven months, like, <laughs> to, yep. like, figure it out. Like, you mm -hmm. had time. And just, I don't know, for them to throw it away and be like, ah, U.S. title. Like, it was just a weird booking move for me. Like, I, I didn't really get it. You feel me? So, but, hey, nah, shoot, go ahead. <laughs> so no, nah, not nah, block for me. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so this is this is by far a bad booking. And I would I would go as far to say that this is probably Triple H's worst booking decision so far. Um, and it's it's a terrible cash in. Um, but at the same time, I feel like this was a necessary evil because theory was never going to work as Money in the Bank winner. That was very apparent from day day one. And if we're rolling back tape. I believe I came on this podcast and told you guys that Money in the Bank was a terrible pay-per-view. And lo and behold, before the year is over, they rolled back a lot of stuff from that pay-per-view because it wasn't good. And so, all of it. so I just think that they weren't going to be able to fix this. And I think at least with cashing it in or trying to cash it in on Rollins, there's a story there because you had this whole thing of him coming out there and getting embarrassed by Roman twice. And I think the story you can tell with that is that he never felt like he could beat Roman. This was a cowardly thing for him to do. And you could say that if you also tie this in with the Kevin Owens promo where he told him, like, look, you're never going to you're never going to get over with this crowd. If you keep trying to win them over with stuff that you did not earn, you've got to earn your moment. And he kind of laughed it off at that moment. But I, you could tell the story of how he didn't appreciate the accolade of being Mr. Money in the Bank because he didn't earn it. 
And I feel like the story in that in itself of him trying to use the briefcase for revenge instead of using it to win is actually smart. But the way it was done is terrible. Um, now, of course, nobody's going to see the nuance of it because they're just going to say this is one of the worst cash ins of all time. And it is. But I do think that there's nuance in that. And I do think that the way that they did it, they it needed to be done because he was not going to win the title that way. Nobody was going to buy into theory. And I feel like as long as he was always attached to Vince McMahon, some fans were always going to reject him. It just is how it, I mean, look at Roman. Look how long it took to get the the chosen one tag off of him. And right. I feel like Triple H probably recognized that, like, look, we got to completely rebuild this guy and get him away from the Vince stuff in order for it to work. Because as long as you have that, some fans are always going to boo him. And so I feel like this was it. This was the moment. And by the way, to roll back to something I said earlier this year as well, the reason he tried to cash in on Rollins is because Rollins should be WWE champion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're going with. That's a real landing. That, no, that was a great way to bring it back around. I, I like that. But, but, I, but also, I just think that, man, I just think they put they put everybody on Raw in a bad position by not yeah. having a main title yeah. on the mm-hmm. on the brand. And I feel like that's also why you had to take the briefcase off them because you have no solution to that anytime soon. I feel like what this told us is that Roman will definitely have both of those titles for the rest or, of this year. Yes. And and because oh, yeah. of that At minimum. And because of that, we have no plans for um for this man with his briefcase. And I also looked at that to say, hey, do you think it's a coincidence that they leaked that Cena story that Cena's coming back to do a match? at WrestleMania the same week that they took the briefcase. No, I think that the plan is definitely going to be Cena versus Theory for WrestleMania. Um, and if they don't, like, I don't know what they're doing with this. And I've, that's why I'm like, I don't think this is a burial because I saw people were like, oh, he's never going to recover from this. Now, granted, most people that fail at a briefcase, it destroyed them. Ms. Dow, I mean, I mean, Sandow, I mean, look what it did to Corbin. Corbin, for what people can say about King of the Ring, Corbin has never quite recovered from that failed cash-in. Yeah, uh, no. Sandow, I mean, Corbin, um, and those are the those are really the two. They're the mm-hmm. only real examples. I mean, of- you could say Otis Otis ain't ever really recovered either. Uh, uh, um, and so he didn't even get Kennedy, the cash in. Kennedy, Kennedy, Mr. Didn't Kennedy recover. never yeah. recovered. And right. so again, I, I the track record does not really help the case that this isn't a burial, but. The thing that I will say is that um, at least they attempted to create three storylines out of this because I think the actual double turn they did with Rollins and Lashley. and uh, and Bobby worked, and I think that that was the right call because <sighs> the thing that I hate with Bobby and not to go on a tangent with this, is Bobby was on a great run as a babyface. He was getting the loudest cheers for a minute, Big, and then and then they cheers. brought Brock back, and Brock just completely derailed it. The, the crowd took Brock's side, and then you just left him holding it back because you know Brock is not a full-time wrestler. And so now you've got to decide what you're going to do with Bobby. And so now you're looking at it like this. All right, well, Bobby is kind of dead in the water. We're probably going to restart Hurt Business. Hurt Business is a heel faction. And in the meantime, Rollins is getting cheered louder than him. Let's just turn him. Let's just turn both of them. And so it makes sense. Um, but the, 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 the troubling thing with this is I still think that people are going to have a hard time washing this stink of failed cashing off. I do right. think that they can reset theory, and I think that this can work. It's just going to take patience. And, of course, wrestling fans ain't that patient. Um, yeah. I'm just thinking I, about well, what Will Washington said about the other day about how this is 
Austin Theory's third year. Like it's getting like it's it's this not early. Gonna the, this is going to be the fourth reset for him, right? Because right? like he came in as a part of Zelina Vegas faction. People forgot all about that, He's right? With Seth, and yep. then they put him with Seth, and mm-hmm. then they had to send him back to NXT, and then he came well, back and he started this Vince thing. The, this next reset for him tough. is is like I can't think of another person. I mean, yes, I can Roman Reigns, but um, <laughs> the as far as like you have to have the dedication to him. But um, there are guys, and I again, this isn't a knock against theory, but there have been guys who haven't gotten nearly the amount of reboots that Austin Theory has gotten in this short of amount of time. Um, uh, I, I I would I, say Corbin has Corbin has Corbin probably had again, more but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and that's the thing is like you have to be essentially one of those guys that the company is willing to stick by. But there mm-hmm. have been guys where they were just like, nah, fuck it, after like one chance. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I I think he's still really young. Bank, yeah, so, as, you as far as the money in the bank itself is concerned, it's not so much. Phil, that I feel like the money in the bank is um, dead by concept, but it is dead by execution. I think that they essentially have fucked it over so many times at this stage that it needs a break. Like, don't, or at least, uh, I I honestly just say a break because I know people are like, oh, bring it back to WrestleMania. That doesn't make a difference. It's just a change in venue. But as far as uh, the idea of, Somebody looming with a title match is concerned. I've seen it, man. We've seen it. Right. And, like, there's nothing, there's absolutely nothing new uh, that I feel can be done with it at this stage. We've seen the concept of um, I'm going to do right by it and challenge you at a later date. We've seen that. We've seen the idea of um, cashing in. We've seen that a million times. And the thing is, it's actually worked less than it has the only reason that the um, uh, the only reason that we look at it so fondly is because the times it has worked were so good. Edge worked, right? And and uh, Seth Rollins, of course, one of the biggest moments of all time. But like, there's also a shit ton of ones that didn't work. Alberto Del Rio, Jack Swagger, um, yeah. There's a lot I mean, of them. Sheamus. So I mean, I mean that is kind of proving my point that I said before. The most of the times when it hasn't worked, it's guys that had no business with that briefcase like ain't nobody wants to see Albert, alberto del rio with that briefcase hmm. nobody I mean, wants to see sheamus with it like i don't No, I, I, nobody wants to see kane with that briefcase come on, come on but, yeah. but again, it, it needed to be <laughs> but again you can't it's just you've had too many now the thing about edge was the reason edge worked was because it was so unique that like literally edge was walking around with a catchphrase bank on it for like two years because mm. it was such a unique thing to him where yeah. yeah edge was the ultimate opportunist who uh came in and deviously stole the wwe championship in a way nobody had ever thought of and that was a mm. cool thing for him uh but now you've applied it to so many other people that you actually kind of set guys back like look at randy orton right randy orton was at that point a how many time champion was he going into 2013? He was like mm. a what, eight or nine time champion going mm-hmm. into 2013. He looked worse for having ca- um, cashed in the money in the bank the way he did, he did because suddenly he didn't look like a guy who could get it done anymore. He looked like mm-hmm. a guy who needed Hunter to fight his battles for him. It actually set him back to hold that money in the bank briefcase because it was so tied to the idea of being a no good chicken shit. And so like, uh, what you were talking about with with theory, 
I felt like there were things you could have done with this with time. I agree with Graham that like, God damn, there's still many, many months left. You got seven months left with this thing. This could have gone past WrestleMania if you really mm-hmm. wanted it to. Hell, right. if you sure. want to do money, if you wanted to bring money in the bank back to WrestleMania, what a concept, right? Two money in the bank winners walking around? Mm-hmm. That could actually be mm-hmm. kind of fun. Um, that that could have worked. But I also that, think that this was de- this was absolutely Triple H drawing his line in the sand of saying, hey, these two concepts don't work. Him having his briefcase don't work. Get this 24-7 shit the fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that worked. He got the 24-7 title the fuck out of here. He did. You know what like? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think this was him drawing his line in yes. the sand of like, I'm not even going to try to fix this. It's not working. I have no plans on how to fix it. End it. Cut and I, like pull up, pull the bandaid off. It's not gonna work. Let's end it. And I think so, there might be a little bit of spite from when they destroyed his NXT that he's coming back. Like, mm. all right, we want to destroy some shit. Get this ugly ass I mean, title out of here. The, the, we, we knew how to do it. The fact that the fact that the twenty four seven title had appeared on TV twice since Hunter has uh, been he on TV, we knew he shit. didn't want that championship. And literally, for anybody questioning. Uh, what did it mean? What Nikki Cross did? They removed it from active <laughs> championships out. on WWE.com. Rap. It is out. It is gone. Um, That's a yeah, wrap. I feel like it was obvious, but that's why I'm like, I, I, I do see it where you're saying it could be spiked, but I also think that him taking over creatively, because we've seen it so many times with showrunners for television shows when they're just like, yeah, I just have no idea what to do with this character. I don't like the character. Let's just get rid of it. Right. Um, and so I think this was a thing where he was like, look, I never agreed with him winning that briefcase in the first place. I have no out for this. It's very clear that you have a champion that you don't want to lose, which is stupid to me in the first place. Um, so it's like, what do we do? Let's just take the briefcase off of him. Let's just, mm-hmm. let's just, pull, the, let's just pull the Band-Aid off. The funny thing with you, what you said about Orton, that kind of proves my point about you picking bad people that don't have this briefcase because I would say that the biggest thing going against Orton several times when you gave him things like this is that he was already cemented as your guy. You right. didn't really need to do that to give him a title, ma- title match. Right. I mean, prime example, his last Royal Rumble win. Nobody was into that because exactly. of Orton. And you know Orton is always going to get title shots. He don't, need, mm. he don't need a Royal Rumble win. He doesn't need a briefcase to get a title win. You, they're going to give that to him no matter what. I mean, the quote, right. quote my, my guy, Punk, you're just going to give it to Randy again? No. Why? Um, and so, I, I, again, I think that the money in the bank break make concept is fine i think it's that the way they've booked it is awful the pick the people they picked to hold it um the way they've booked every winner for like the last five years has been awful um i mean even though i like the way biggie won you could make the case the way they booked that was awful um but yeah i I mean none of that like i consider biggie a w because for one i like biggie and two it was a the victory itself was a moment but like (laughs) everything in between between didn't Baron Corbin steal the money in the bank briefcase? Yeah, and then, yeah. And then he won it back <laughs> on a yeah, he won it back on the terrible. pre-show and like what is it? like like yeah. a, the problem with money in the bank to me is that it, it's such a shortcut to to mm. moments, right? Where right. like, hey, we don't have it in us to actually like build up Big E to get where he needs to be and really make people want to see it. So instead, let's let's throw the cheat code on him and that way when he well, wins the championship, it's are, just the moment. Are are we ready to have the other conversation here that the, the money in a bank briefcase isn't the biggest issue here. The biggest issue here is Roman as champion. 
And I know people are going to hate that and going to turn me into a Roman hater, but it's the truth. Roman as champion is the biggest issue because they have no end game to it. It's just that he beats everybody and there's no other end game. And I mean, you can go back to Biggie winning the briefcase. No, the story he had been teasing for that entire time when he won the briefcase is that, hey, I'm on your neck, Roman. But the problem is they didn't have the guts to just give Big E the win over Roman and put Big E over. And so because yep. of that, you had to take the shortcut and throw him in the storyline that was not building for a year. Because if he had if he had cashed in on Roman, it would have made sense because he was on the same brand as Roman all the time. You had all of that stuff building for over a year, but they just... They just abandoned it because they didn't want Roman to lose. And I feel like that's the same issue with theory. They had to abandon it because you don't want Roman to lose. Can't disagree with that. <laughs> I, I, I still think I agree with Reg that it was silly to have him cash in on the, the United States. Championship. Oh, it, it when was, the, but when there's, I, when there's been no precedent for the ever, being ever. Cash in on the money in the bank. Didn't Charlotte cash in on the NXT title or something like uh, that? She did do that. Yeah, but that's it. But that's at least considered. That's at know, least a, top, a world title. A right? top yeah, title. that's at least a top title somewhere. Right. There's no there's ever been any precedent for uh, cashing in on a title that's not the, a world championship. The other problem and, I'm having right in now. In an open challenge. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Did the match <laughs> even start with him it's and Bobby? Open challenge, bro. No, it didn't. So you didn't even need to do the cash in. You could have just been like, oh, you okay, I'm, accept, I'm, I'm taking an open challenge. Yeah. No, it's that's what I thought. Like, the bell rank. He, he got disqualified. That's what it was. Bobby, okay. Bobby got disqualified. That's oh, okay. what it was. Okay. Uh, the, the other thing is I'm really having this issue. And again, I like everything that Roman does on TV. However, <laughs> I am having a problem with the idea of we've got this World Cup happening on SmackDown. So far, so good. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a World Cup tournament. Love tournaments. I love when competition is the basis for anything. And the winner of the World Cup tournament this year gets a shot at the Intercontinental title. You also have on the other side, Theory using his Money in the Bank, this prestigious Money in the Bank that's been used to change the world title time and time again, cashed it in on the United States Championship. So we've now had multiple things that have some prestige to them, except I guess the World Cup was won by Shane McMahon before, so maybe Yeesh. not. But uh, <laughs> some things that have at least a sense of prestige to them being used to crown contenders for the Intercontinental United States Championships great thing because i i think those belts have needed rebuilding for a long time right what are we doing to establish contenders for roman because at this point <laughs> nobody i i said my biggest issue with roman at the moment is that nobody on the roster seems to care mm -mm. like yes. we got kind of a sense of it this past week mm -hmm. uh this past friday with uh smackdown ending with sheamus and but yeah, i couldn't hear him because his mic kept cutting out but uh you know, the way i feel the way Roman cooked him for that was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> he took a page out of uh, out of. Actually, that's happened a few times. I was gonna say out of Hunter's book, but the um, oh yeah, the uh, looking back at just previous contenders and like just looking at the show as a whole, I always have this issue with the fact that Roman's not. It's not just that Roman's not on the show. It's that no one's talking about him when he's right. not. That. God, is anybody on the show interested in becoming number one contender for the titles? Anybody mm -hmm. on the show like, hey, I want to face Roman. I want to challenge ooh, ooh, Roman. Me, call on me. Call on me. Um, you know who <laughs> was? Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. 
He was. He and was. Seth Rollins has been saying, Ooh, give me, me my shot for a long time. And, and so he has been saying that for weeks. And what did they do? They put a mid-card title on him so he would stop. And this again, this is why I said him being champion is the biggest problem. Nobody will admit it, but it is. But, and the but reason I why a, well, hold on. The reason, the reason why they won't bring it up on TV is because it's a foregone conclusion that if you go against him, you're going yes. to lose. And it's not even an in-character thing. It is essentially them knowing, like, don't even attempt because there are already plans for Roman. You're going to lose. And so that's why I'm saying at this point, his title reigns with both of those titles is hindering both shows. Nobody will admit it, but it is. Mm-hmm. Even I, Kevin I, Owens I just, was bringing it up a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just, mm-hmm. just want to mm-hmm. see more people. Like, and we'll probably get there probably around the Royal Rumble, right? Because you can't mm-hmm. have a run unless somebody's like, hey, I want to win the Royal Rumble and go challenge Seth Rollins. That's but like, be insane. <laughs> no, that you better be not. You better not. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, even when you look at it this way, Bobby never lost that title. Right. He did yeah. not lose. He I was know. never pinned for that title. And nobody's asking for shots. And, like he, and he has not asked for a rematch. Again, what did they do? They put a mid-card title on him to, to, to ignore it. I said, this is what I'm saying. The biggest I, issue I, is both of those titles should not be on Roman. That but is the biggest problem. But, but again, it'd be one thing if at least they're doing something while he's away. But instead, right. they were like, hey, his contender for the next show just got established via a podcast where he was like, hey, I would like to face Roman Reigns. And like, oh. not knocking the match. I Book hear it. it was great. I didn't. I didn't see Crown Jewel. It was um, a good match. But, but I, I hear it was phenomenal. Even um, it, it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it was given overbooked a little bit. People didn't like when I said that, but it did. Um, here's the problem with that as well, because people got mad at this tweet. Right, this happens a lot with me. I tweet things and people get upset. Uh, but here's the problem with that. Um, Can't relate. if you if you're going to tell me <laughs> if if. if you know, if you're gonna if if you're gonna tell nobody cares about challenging for this title, as Will just said, if you're gonna tell me that there that he can come out every week and say I've beaten everybody, nobody's gonna beat me, and then you just bring a celebrity in and 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 he immediately gives him a challenge, what are we doing, man? Why am mm-hmm. I watching your show every week if you're just gonna tell me none of these guys that are getting over are capable of challenging for the main title, but a celebrity can just walk in and go, oh well. Hey, we're going to Saudi Arabia. Here you go. Here's a match. Two two matches in. Here's a match. And then on top of that, Roman has basically beaten everybody with ease. He gets on on TV every week and says he beats everybody with ease, but he has trouble beating a guy that's only had two matches. That doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Uh, I mean, it was to to make Logan look good, and it made um, him look too good though. Because to me, again, if you watch the show every week, you set a precedent that nobody can beat Roman. So. Why is it that a guy that has had two matches, you need to cheat to beat him? That doesn't make sense. He was training with Shawn Michaels, bro. HBK. Shawn Mike. Come on, man. And, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Again, and, uh, I don't. I know somebody's going to see this. Oh, Phil just hates Roman. I don't hate Roman. I think Roman is doing the best work of his career. But I feel like the thing that this has exposed, and a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, is that this is how they've always wanted to book Roman, but he wasn't over. They're just booking him the way that they wanted to from the beginning, but now you're on board with him and you like him. That's the only difference. Phil, you're not being very oozy today, honestly. You're I not. Just, <laughs> they are going to run that hey, into the ground. If we're, if, we're, if we're getting into the oozy <laughs> thing. They are running in it to the ground already. already. Yeah. If we're getting into the oozy thing, that kind of fits my point of how the Roman stuff has been the biggest issue. The Roman stuff has gotten so stale that the hottest thing in his act is everything that Sammy's doing. Right. Now tell me I'm lying. Yeah. No, 
That's a fact. Um, so I want to read a couple more super. I, mean, I want to read some more super chats because we got. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got a lot of them. Uh, Ali says, "Hi guys, just popping in to say I'm seeing Miu Yamashita wrestle live in London tomorrow. Hooray! Good. That's, That's what's up. That's gonna be dope." Yep, Jake uh, says Bray Wyatt is just Trevor Murdoch, but with a creative mind. Don't do that, bro. That is that is that is do wild that. disrespectful. That is wild disrespectful. It's Capadonna, bro. Don't that is that is big time Cap. Like there's there is nothing. You, we wouldn't we wouldn't talk about Trevor Murdoch at all if he wasn't on NWA. Let's let's keep it a stack. Like come on now. Uh, it says make Riff Raff and our truth a tag team expeditiously. Uh, he also says, thank you, just Jake Salazar <laughs> sending in the super chats. Uh, Nas would be on Love and Hip Hop looking like Young Jock if it wasn't for that. <laughs> That's I also a big cap. I, I don't know cap. if I can disagree, though. I don't know. Jim Jones is on there. and then you know, But Nas ain't taking that. Nas has, Nas has self-respect. Anyway. It would have been different. I don't know because, again, it, 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 we would have had a reality show, him Damn, and Khalees. Man. Like, it would have been. Yo. <laughs> nah. <laughs> They would That's have to crazy. throw that footage away. Ooh. That's crazy. VH1, this Friday, I hate you so much right now. The Nas and Police show. That's that's amazing. That's, that's nasty business right there, buddy. I hate you so much. That's right ratings. Now. That's ratings right there, it man. Is, bring, ratings, bring Pharrell in. Oh, you know? Yo. Oh, no. Yo, no. Please, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Not I hate you so much right now. Show. No, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> oh man, I can't breathe. It's tough. It's tough out there. Oh uh, damn. And also, Jake. Again, thank you, Jake. We no, we appreciate, appreciate you, Jake. you, Jake. No, for real. Hey, he says Lakers down bad, and it's LeBron's fault, and I absolutely love to see it. And I agree about the man. Man, I thing. I mean, let's let's. Uh, I mean, let's talk about it. It is kind of LeBron's fault. It is. Uh, Louis it says, oh, it's one million percent Le- LeBron's fault. Yeah. Louis says Draymond taking the chair oh. to Clay and Steph. <laughs> Shield breakup. Oh Shield yeah. Breakup. Yeah. Draymond. Oh, oh man, no, that's definitely happening. Uh, nah. Uh, clutch, clutch yeah, force. Yeah. Dray, mm-hmm. Draymond has been a thing for a minute. He's just waiting to go play with LeBron and and act like he was never on the Warriors. Seriously. He's <laughs> Every yeah. time he's outside, he's with LeBron. He's like, yo, I, I, man, man, I, I peeped it. When they played the Lakers that night and he was over there laughing over at LeBron while LeBron was sitting on the bench, I'm like, yo, what is going on, man? Get this dude out of here. <laughs> uh, uh, Iggy looking at him like, I can't believe this fool. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Jake again it says, word on yo, the street Iggy is LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Iggy doing a saw grinder while that was happening is crazy. Mm. He said, "War on the street is LeBron gave Mariah Carey inspiration to do all I want for Christmas." <laughs> Jake going in, <laughs> and he said, uh, "Will the Seahawks bamboozle us?" I know. Um, hey, uh, but but hey, o- Oakland legend was absolutely right all along, and they should have just run that ball. Oh man, so, yeah. Oh. Uh, and Jake again says, "Shrooms legal in Colorado." Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers to Broncos confirmed. Oh, Come on, man. My guy's in the mud right now. (laughs) You got Uh, a nice haircut, though. Are are, are, are we ready for me to also feel vindicated that I was always right about Aaron Rodgers as well? Nah, bro. Nah, because if you're going to say that, 
Because it's too many people comparing them to CM Punk, and it's too many similarities <laughs> that are actually nah. working out. You don't agree with that, so nah, let's not even do this. Yeah, nah, there man. You go. No, because that's back around. That's that's disrespectful to Punk. He ain't ever been like Punk. Let's not let's get into it. Because I mean, Punk ain't a boxer. Just ain't an anti-boxer just, like just man. just because Punk is drug free, don't mean he don't be out here looking like Aaron Rodgers with the crazy. You know, let's let's not do that. He nah. be looking like he's. I don't want to say it because Punk is my guy, but Punk <laughs> <laughs> is my guy. Nah, I'm just saying you can't you can't compare a Chicago legend to Cheesehead Dickhead over there. Like nah, <laughs> Coffee Black, and I have to say Coffee Black. Every time I hear or see that name, I always think of the scene from Zach and Mary Make a Porno with. Uh, That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, no, Craig Robinson, as he's uh, working as the, the barista, and he's having a conversation, and the white dude walks up, and he's just like, excuse me, can I get a coffee, black? And he goes, you better wait your turn, white. And like, that's... <laughs> that scene gets me every time. And so every time I see coffee, black, that is my immediate thought. Um, but anyway... AR Fox and Top Flight, yes, please. Also, for a while, I thought Fox might be the one holding the camera for Swerve. You know I mean, what? I'm not mad. I've seen that. This is I'd the be here for I've it. Seen that, and I'm not mad at it at all. I kind, I'm kind of liking it. You know, that man. literally crossed my mind last night, and really? I was like, mm, I'd be here for it. I wouldn't uh, be mad at that. Ah, okay. I mean, yeah. look, that match getting announced. By the way, yes. I was like worried we'd have to pick Reg up off the floor at that. <laughs> oh, I was on the floor for sure <laughs> because Reg. <laughs> Being Mr. Spot Fu, um, and just thinking about the idea of Pac, Ray Phoenix, Pinta Alcedo Miedo mm. versus Dante Martin, AR Fox, and shout out to a returning Darius Martin. Oh my God, we're so happy for Darius. This is, uh, um, I feel like every Dynamite for like at least seven in a row, they've had one match specifically booked for me. This is the match of the show specifically booked for me because this is everything that I love about pro wrestling. This shit's going to be crazy. They're going to be flipping. They're going to be diving. They're going to be doing all kinds of crazy shit. This is going to be amazing. Get AR Fox. Ron Strowman is in the mud nasty right now. (laughs) Yeah. I I have to say this after watching Rampage. um, I think people owe Brian Cage an apology. I'm just going to say it. I think people owe this man an apology. (laughs) And I don't. Because... I think that this dude is a lot better than people has given him credit for. I think he's been on a run of matches for the last few months. And this dude Since is he's better back, than people. I agree. better than actually. people give him credit for. And I think people kind of owe this dude an apology. I think they threw him to the side because they were like, we got Wardlow, but they're different. They're not the same. They're both big, but they do totally different. I, they're they're totally different. And no, now, I, of course, I, I, I think Wardlow has more personality. And I mean, you can't go into Cage needs a mouthpiece, but... When he gets in the ring, that dude delivers. Yeah, he can go. Well, I, I think that's what happened, right? Was that I think ultimately Cage does need a mouthpiece. And right. I, honestly, um, I am surprised at how much I have found myself enjoying the embassy as an act mm-hmm. um, on TV and mm-hmm. that I think Prince Nana is working with Brian Cage. Prince um, I think is. the issue with Cage last year was that, uh, look, he, Team Taz had outgrown him. Right. And it was he like, was the most was, boring guy in that group. Yeah, like, he was know. the most boring guy in Team Taz, and there was no place 
they it seemed like there was no place for him outside of Team Taz. But I think finding Prince Nana was the right thing for him. Like oddly enough, it's amazing how much things kind of worked out because originally he was going to be with Tully. Tully is not Prince Nana. Like mm-hmm. I, I like Tully, but nah. um, but no, nah, I just think the Prince Nana's personality, um, just being out there at ringside, I think brings a lot more than I think Tully Blanchard was able to. And then also, I don't know where Gresham was going to fit in with this group. But he didn't fit at all. He didn't, he didn't fit. With them. <laughs> he didn't but, fit at all. But like weird. oddly enough, I think that the group is kind of working right now, and I think that uh, once they get those guys on TV, like once they get Ring of Honor a, a TV deal, I think they can be one of the major acts in a Ring of Honor show. Agreed. Um, I, I like. I mean, I like Gates Vagney as a tag team. I think there's there's a lot that can be done here, um, and so I'm I'm interested in what they end up doing. Uh, but yeah, I, I can agree with the idea that I thought him and Dante had a great match last night. Oddly enough, taped Rampage, I thought mm-hmm. it was better than the last few weeks of it live was, Rampage. I agree. Yeah, this one was the best was. Rampage in a couple weeks. Rampage was struggling for a minute, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And last night's, I thought, oh, this was actually pretty good. And you were taped. And like you, that's the thing people hold against Rampage yep. is usually that, uh, oh, it's a tape show. It's hard to get into. Ah, this was better than the live ones have been. Audio's yeah. still trash as fuck, but I get it. <laughs> God, the yeah. audio sucks on Rampage so bad when they tape yeah. it. They can't get the levels right at all. They I know. It's a, it bad. always sounds so different. Like, you can automatically, you instantly tell that it's taped. Right. Because, and then next week's is live, and then they're back to taped pretty much going forward. And next so. week, what, Akiyama and fucking Takeshita? Like, what? How, what? what? How, how did we get here? I don't understand it, but yes, I'm happy to be here. With Ortiz and uh, Kingston, like what? That's that's crazy. Kingston's gonna yeah. cry in the ring. Hey, <laughs> that that new Ortiz shirt is fire. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I was like, mm. why did why did we not think of this idea? Putting the logo on a backdrop like that, and then having the that, that uh, yeah, that, that was great. I did see that. That is a fire shirt. Um, Redmond sends in a really great question. With the latest NWA Empower debate, do you think it's possible Ooh. the Indies could pull off an all-women's version of All In? Very possible. Um, I think it's I possible do. with the right people behind it. And mm-hmm. I like, like I think. I'm gonna Nikki... screenshot this whole thing right now and send it to Maria, like right yeah. now. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, hey. pretty much. I mean, just get Maria and Mickey, and we're we're off to the. Because right. I mean, all of, all of them get along. Mickey James yeah. and and Maria and. Gail Kim, all of them get along. Like if you get all of them on the same page to book a show, it can work. Yes. Weren't, weren't they doing something like a kayfabe, like a something? With, I think uh, they had a little bit of something going was on. Trying to get something for a kicked while. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you just got to get the right people behind it. I, I, I don't think that there's a lack of talent here. I think that that has always been the biggest cap about this whole thing that there aren't there aren't enough talent to put on an all women show. There is. I just think that you've got to pool of resources and and book a good show. Because I this whole thing that you need the women to already be a draw is just nonsense. That's dumb. Because uh, I, I think you as long as the as long as the wrestling is good, people will pay attention to it. Yeah. Um, and I I think the the biggest thing that Empower had going for it is that it managed to draw attention to people that people might not have thought was good. Like I knew a lot of people that didn't think Layla Hirsch was that good until that title match. That title match really did more for her and Camille than I think. NWA really understands and that's why I'm like when you're just acting like oh they have to already come in with a high profile no they don't you just have to give people a reason to care about this show and if they if 
If they don't care about the show, it doesn't matter who you book for it. I think there's a bigger, deeper, darker link here with women's wrestling because Maria and women's wrestling army and Thunder Rosa and Mission Pro mm -hmm. are putting on these shows like every yeah. three or four weeks. You can watch a full Empower style show on their platform. They Maria's doing this all the yeah. time. You can see yeah. it on, on a monthly basis. So it's I like... Know. If I also, by the way, that, things would be different, but that comes down to fam. Rice was doing this. About Rice was doing this and putting their shows on on YouTube. It right. it can work. And don't tell me that Rise just was putting anybody in those shows because a lot of those people that don't rise ended up signed. Mm -hmm. So exactly, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I just think that just say that you didn't, you did not, you didn't get this thing to work with Empower. Just admit you couldn't make it work, and you're gonna try again. And if you're not going to try again, don't lie. Just say you're not going to try. Just say that. Hey, but th th can they work the NWA style, though? That's the, that's the, <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> when Tyrus is in the main event, you can't say that, bro. NWA you can't style. say that. What is the, the NWA, NWA style? style? What is uh, the NWA style? Janitor. <laughs> Mechanic. Janitor. <laughs> That's nuts, man. Like, hello, um, sir. Do you do you know that you're Trevor Murdoch? Do you yes, know that you're serious? Like, what are you talking about, bro? Bro, you, yeah. it's SmackDown Raw, SmackDown versus Raw 2008 roster be capping, man. Cap, yeah. cap, 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 cap. Suggestions nice. for Caden, by the way. Iron Man album by Ghostface. Classic. Yep, the classic. Supreme, Supreme clientele, also mm -hmm. classic. Oh, Tony Stocks. Uh, let's see. Chicken Little Curry says, speaking of uh, production DJ drama, getting a lot of looks. Yeah, drama out there working hard. Drama's going crazy right mm -hmm. now. Drama, drama has to relax. That Snoop was banging though. too. Yeah, no, drama going crazy with the Beijing, no. He I mean, but he out there. He on these cameras, though. <laughs> he got relaxed, man. <laughs> but yeah, that Snoop project is hard. I haven't heard the other ones that he dropped, but he going crazy. That Jeezy Very. joint is dope. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. Yeah, Jeezy is good. Mm. Marius says, what are the chances of seeing Sasha Banks in AEW? Zero. Zero percent. Zero. Yeah. She's about I, to be at Survivor Series. It's Survivor I, Series. I'm like, not buying this at all. Even if she's not at Survivor Series, she's going back, guys. She's not right. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't even know if she's going to no, do Survivor at, Series. You don't think she's, so? Boston, you guys, come on. Look, it's, it's her hometown. There's two available spots on the babyface team. Gee, wonder who that could be. It's, it's Naomi be. and Sasha. Come on. They're it's, Boston. Hit the, it's Boston. That's why I'm like, it's, it's going to be. Time. She was just we're in Boston this the... week when AEW was in Boston. <laughs> she did that whole <laughs> troll <laughs> thing. Yeah. No, we're yeah. going to get a but big she hasn't pop. troll with this WWE yeah. thing at all. She won't even right. mention WWE. That's how exactly. you That's how, that's I how you know. going back. Mm -hmm. um, Naomi's yeah, no. music is going to hit. It's going to be a big pop. She's going to stand on the stage, and then music's going to fade down. Crowd's going to start chanting, Sasha, Sasha, Sasha. Music hits. Massive pop. Crowd's going to go nuts. They're going to both make their way down. I don't like They're going to be. No, I don't for like sure. Her. Sasha is definitely about to come out at the TD Garden, um, marching down this, down to the ring, singing the spirit of Massachusetts. Yo, off of, <laughs> off of uh, Family Guy. She's gonna, <laughs> she gonna be at the TD Garden with TD Jakes in her corner. TD Jakes is gonna accompany TD, her down yo, to the yo, ring. TD it's gonna Jakes. be lit. Again, I'm telling you, city of Massachusetts, strutting down the ring. <laughs> I just caught that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's it's this is her moment. This is. Survivor Series is her moment. I bet you they even main event with the women's. Oh, yeah. um, I would think so. Yeah, I would think so too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I games. think they are too. I mean, because the I mean, men's that's... war games actually seems like 
kind of nothing. The They're building to the brawling brawling brute, brutes, and I'm like, if that's what you guys are doing, I don't know. And, it'll I mean, be good. And, it'll be good, I think. But it it'll, it'll be good. It makes sense what they're doing. They're trying to build to this kind of like bloodline versus everybody storyline, and that makes right. sense with what what they've been doing all year. But they've been. You can argue they've been building the women's match longer. They've been Long, building yeah. the women's match since SummerSlam. Since SummerSlam. Since SummerSlam. Right. So yeah, yeah, I think uh, easily that's the main event. Um, let's see. Bored dude says Roman with both titles just bottlenecks both shows, and the only thing they have planned is don't let Roman lose. Yep. Make Roman look strong. Yep. Hey, I mean, everybody got mad at my guy when he said it, but I mean, <laughs> again, this is what they always wanted. Hogan must they had, post. <laughs> they had to call Sammy to save the blood, uh, the stale bloodline. I mean, it's what happened. Uh, uh, I don't know about that. The Sammy thing's been going on since like May. But yeah. what I mean though is that, but think about how like. At least I felt like those segments were all the same um, every week until... I agree. I feel uh, like the, the reactions changed with, with Sammy for sure. And I feel like yeah. the fact that the Uzi chant has gotten over so loud kind of tells you everything. Right. Yeah, that's Sammy. Yep. Um, let's see. We also got a... Sorry, I just got a message sent to me and I wanted to make sure I read what that was. Mm. The scoop. Say it out loud on there. Uh, I don't think it was. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, sir. Um, and this just in. Will Washington reports. Let's see. Oh, it was just sent to me the... Uh, okay, I'll, I'll read that later. But in the meantime, <laughs> we got... Uh, Albert said, I think since they know Roman is not losing, why bother challenging him? Which is sad with all the talent you have on the main roster. But, I mean, the result was the same. So whether you had him challenge. You, yeah. I mean, you, 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 a, a better way to put this, if people don't like me saying that it's hindered both shows, is that by putting both titles on a guy that you know isn't going to lose, you put a ceiling on the rest of your roster. There's right. only so far they can go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Derek Gordon says, off topic, but is the North American title just the title they give to black wrestlers they, uh, that they won't put in the NXT title picture, or is it just me? Nope, that's um, confirmed, Derek. Um, it's the, it's the African-American title, right? It is what it is. <laughs> so um, there's a very long history of this in wrestling. If you look at NWA and how there's only one black NWA world heavyweight champion, but if you look at all of the black people that have been NWA United States champion, yep. it's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. So this is, there's a long history of promotions doing this and not promoting a black, black wrestler up to the main title. I still say that it should have been Melo a long time ago. I don't know why they're not pushing Melo to beat the guy, be the guy that beats Braun because he's possibly the most sec, the second most popular guy on a, on a roster. So it should be him. I don't get this, how they do the guys that they're going to send to the main roster by, like, beating them. Like, before Santos Escobar went up, they were, like, he was getting pinned every week. Like, mm-hmm. why did they do that? Why did they do that if it's their show that they're going to progress him into, like, he should be hot going into the going into the main roster, not cold. How are you going to cool someone down to then try to heat them back up? It just doesn't make sense. And that's what that what it feels like they're doing with Melo right now. Is like he's been like kind of like on the losing I, end of things, and I, it sounds yeah. like they're going to send him up to the main roster, but they're cooling him off before they get him up there. So I don't really. Hey. 
understand it. Hey, wanna wanna see something else that's funny that I said about this Roman thing and how it's hindering all brands? You got to the point where the bloodline stuff was also even hindering NXT yep. because you took the title off of Melo mm -hmm. for this one time thing with <laughs> They did with that my shit mans. one time. And, one and, exact time. And, and it and it kind of screwed over what Melo was doing with that title. And he Man. hasn't quite recovered since. Melo had like three weeks until he was going to get to that one year mark. Yes. And they just like snatched it away from him and be like, no, 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 Mandy's get this celebration though. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, just so you can give Bloodline this other accolade that it didn't need. I mean, I, I, again, I don't want people to make it seem like I hate Bloodline because I do enjoy Bloodline. I do enjoy some of the stuff they're doing, but I do think they're putting too many eggs in a basket with them. And I think it's hurting the rest of the shows. Yeah. Now, I don't uh, know if Roman's upset enough that that uh, Solo lost that title. Right, like, he so didn't fast. even care. Nobody like, even cared. He they just, just got yeah. over it. It just mm -hmm. essentially never happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just like, forget about that. Don't remember that. That only happened one time. It wasn't here. Uh, let's see. Jake says, Graham, if I'm being honest, Aaron, my guy, I will go to the grave defending him. I'm with uh, you. And Ew. why? Uh, <laughs> and he also said, look, Phil, we ain't got dis going to disrespect uh, a-Rod, just because he's part owner of your wee little bears. Coach. There's only one A-Rod, and he used to play for the Yankees. I, I was so, about yeah, to say, I don't know who show. you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, man. I hate when I, they call Aaron Rodgers A-Rod. Yeah, I no, mean, there's only one A-Rod. We, we have a guest, and Graham is on me, and I know that he's a Aaron Rodgers fan, so I won't go full in with the Aaron Rodgers slander. <laughs> I'm just going to let that comment you just said go. But, yeah, <laughs> it, it's always been – I, I, I hear I'll, – I'll, I'll, I'll compromise with this. Brett Favre sucks. Brett Favre has always sucked. And all of the controversy around him just proved that he's always sucked. Gotcha. Yeah, Big action. I agree. I agree. Yeah. And it's ugly. <laughs> and it's Wranglers. Peace out. Yeah, Wranglers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here, bro. Oh, man. Uh, he says, can we talk about how Jeff Jarrett uh, drug Braun through the mud, too? Um, I mean, look, uh, Fightful Select reported. We heard from a number of wrestlers about this uh like main event guys like we've mm -hmm. heard from people who said like nah braun's wrong like right. it don't matter if he was just trolling the fact is he was trolling by knocking people in the locker room and he's a baby face so it's not like this is to his benefit in any yeah. way and, and yeah. it'll work yeah it's like nah they were mad about that like, like people it, in your own locker room you think you're talking about the other company but no you're talking about your own co-workers when you're saying i saw the defense for braun like well he gets attacked <laughs> by 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 people who you know tell him he can't work that you know he's a, he's a big guy but like you don't think flippy guys hear this shit all the time right and they have to mm -hmm. hear it from wrestling purists they have to yes. hear it from uh from podcasters and the, not, not just podcasters but they, yeah they got to hear it from old school wrestlers who are yeah. like say well, they tell will osprey tell he wasn't shit a ricochet these guys you're just flippy you guys do gymnastics these guys you guys do this shit yeah these guys all hear that shit so like mm -hmm. the people that they don't need to hear it from are their peers that's yeah. it that's that's what we heard um and uh the funny thing is if you knew who we heard that from you'd be like damn that's crazy uh but like <laughs> yeah. it's uh it's it's one of those things where don't disrespect no, the boys. Yeah, no, you don't thing. disrespect the your, 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 yeah. Hey, mm -hmm. so. And, and there is heat on Braun for all of that. Yeah. Hey, nice. hey, so remember a few months ago when we were hearing from all the WWE fans that nobody in the WWE locker room would go and tweet anything about wrestlers in their own locker room? That's only <laughs> something that happens to AEW. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't age well. <laughs> <laughs> Not age well at all. 
Um, and then, yeah. then Braun, of course, my theory is that his apology for it came via a talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, because they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, stop. This is you know, you know what they should do? They should, they should at some point, book, book Ricochet to beat him. That's it. That's what this tournament could be leading to. He's 100% winning this tournament. Yeah, of course, but that's what I'm saying. That's where this should go. But that's where the that, conversation came into play. It was like, hey, bro, like we, we finna give you the, like, you can't be out here doing all of, you finna beat Ricochet in two weeks, bro. What are you right, doing? Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the thing that kind of, I won't say frustrates me about it is I was legitimately happy for Bray, that Bray, Braun, when he got mm. his, his, his sign back. Cause I know he wanted to be there. And, you know, I know he was down on himself when he first got let go. And I was like, no, that's great for him. Um, I think this is good. I think he's doing great stuff since he's been back. I don't agree with all of the squashing because it doesn't really do anything for him. But I think he looks good. He's getting big, big reactions. And what so did I him- say last week on the show? I When we were giving our grades of Triple H re-signs, I gave Ron an A. I was like, he is the yeah. one that's working better than anybody. What do you have to be mad about? Like... Uh, yeah, nah, so his, uh, just, his CYN homeboys gassed him. That's all it is. He think he big yeah. shit now. So That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, he so he, he also left all of them. He also was like, "Hey, that's hey, I'm about CYN, to go get paid. Hey, CYN's <laughs> about to be the biggest thing in the indie scene. We're about to take over. We're gonna do some big shit." And then WWE was like, "Hey, we need you back." And he's like, "All right, so y'all Deuces. got this, right? <laughs> like, yeah, we y'all got it, right?" Get him with the Magic Johnson. <laughs> I'm not gonna be there. <laughs> He hit EC3 with the biggest deuces in history, bro. Uh, but no, that's what I'm saying. I was legitimately happy for him. And so to see him immediately go back to big businessing people after right. that, it's like, dang, man. Like, did you not learn anything? Like, He's like, no, bro, I got a check. I don't give a fuck. Y'all I, are peons. I, I thought that, you know, all of that would have humbled him, but it just seems like it didn't. So I, His I girls know. on the road with him, like, he lit. He don't care about y'all. He think he care about some tweets. He don't give a fuck. He getting nah, he his red care. skinny jeans on and he getting lit. That's lit. Yo, the, Where do you get skinny jeans that giant, bro? It has to be tailored. Big right? and tall? They got skinny casual jeans male XL. They got the casual big red ones up there too. Um, the big. Can I get the Santa skinny jeans, please? Minus the white yeah. trim. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, Workmen's or something. <laughs> yeah, it's just. They could know, be some it, big dickies, huh? The the funnier thing about that that Jared thing also is that he got that shot off, and I thought the the banana nose circus line was funnier than all right, of that. Right. <laughs> Jerry's like, listen to the rest of what I said, bro. I know, right? Yeah, like yeah. he is, but uh, you know what though? Jared, again, never really been my cup of tea. Mm-mm. But I get what Jared's mad about, in that like I was doing good in my executive position, and you let me go for Road Dog. Happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no! It's nineteen ninety five <laughs> all over again, baby. With my baby tonight, you've been replaced. Yeah, no, man. No, Jeff, no, eat no. your heart out. Yeah, because they did. Like the fact was, Jeff Jarrett was doing live events. But then Jeff stepped down. He wasn't let go, was he? I thought he he was forced out. They were like, "Hey, bro, uh, we're gonna need you to uh, pack your shit." Trying to not rocking with you, bro. Yeah, nepotism strikes again. Mm -hmm. And then, and they brought in. Uh, Road Dog uh, to Brian replace him, like Partisan Fontaine. He, he's been your ghostwriter for twenty five years, my G. <laughs> Give him a shot. Give him a shot. <laughs> Dream Ninja says Sasha gonna get a nuclear pop if she walks out in Boston. She is. 
No, she's going to get a huge pop. Big pop. Re- regardless where she shows up next, she's going to get a pop. But right. it's especially in Boston. Mm-hmm. Now, that all that said, because um, I, I was trying to be in Boston, and it just seems like I've got now three wrestling trips on the books as of right now, and mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to be able to make Boston. Uh, but I will be hosting the post show for Fightful. Uh, so I guess check that out. Me and Denise. You're going to uh, New Jersey? Yes. Next week? I will be at Full Gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this time next week where we're doing the show, I will be uh, doing the show from Newark. And so, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Nice. Um, and, yeah, I, I'll be uh, – I've got other <laughs> trips planned. Mm-hmm. Not talking about those yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have we uh, – <laughs> We didn't we didn't get into any of that Soraya Brit promo before we get out of here, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, we can talk about that uh, really quick. Smiley says, uh, "If there's one thing Jeff Jarrett's gonna do, it is get a check every all time. time. All time every bag time. receiver <laughs> never <Jarrett>. fails." <laughs> mm. uh, and we also got. Uh, a couple of humper chats. Uh, this one was from Van Twin Blade. He says, "Only hate I've seen for Black Panther Two was from the It's Woke dipshits." God, I, I hate that people learned the term woke. Uh, they did, but see, they they didn't uh, learn it because they use it they, wrong. They use it exactly. Wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Uh, it's, it's, that's not what woke is. But again, you know, they mm-hmm. wouldn't know. So they yeah. wouldn't know. Now, every dick that makes those videos is a Nazi and should be treated like one. I, I was very confused where you're going with that at first until I looked down and saw that that was in the, in the, in the Hubbard chat. I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Wonga says, uh, good day, Grap City. Fellas, New Japan's new brand, uh, Tamashii, is that how you pronounce that? Um, started this weekend. Heading to the first Aussie show here in Sydney tonight. Robbie Eagles uh, and Bad Luck and uh, Ishimori. Huh. And, I haven't and, heard anything about this. I think it's and, pronounced Tamashi, like Tamashi, uh, like Hikarashi. Like, like a uh, Hikarashi gotcha. finisher. Okay. Mm. Um, and uh, who else? Oh, R on the card. There it is. Um, I haven't gotten a chance to see the oh. uh, New Japan Strong from last night, but I definitely want to check out Frey Yehai versus Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Van Twinblade also says. Uh, Big McLarge Huge is a garbage wrestler and a garbage person. <laughs> Buff strong man should take some cope and keep his mouth shut. Uh, and yeah, let's let's talk about this Soraya promo um, because Soraya did announce in a very dramatic fashion. I was actually really happy with that. Um, mm-hmm. She did say uh, I, I like the way she spun it, where she said she spoke with her doctors, and unfortunately. For Brit, mm-hmm. that uh, I'm 100% cleared. And, like, I I felt that. I actually felt that for her. Um, mm-hmm. I know regardless of how you feel about Soraya, I try to keep any of my, my thoughts on shit, as I say all the time, on the show I'm watching. And so... And 0% of y'all got an MD. That's where we need to start. 0% yeah. of y'all are doctors. So why are you commenting like you know what the fuck's going on with somebody's uh, health? Yeah, this was uh, this was wild sexist to me. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Mm-hmm. This was wild sexist to me. We don't question anybody else that's come back to wrestling since their neck injuries. But as soon as she does it, well, how do we know she was clear? Did you know for a fact that Brian was clear? Did you question mm-hmm. Edge the same way? Did mm-hmm. you qu- question Kurt Angle the same way? No. So why are we questioning this woman the same way? Just because either 
you don't like her or whatever reason. Like, I just think that's whack. Like, yo, you don't have to do that. If you don't like her, just say you don't like her. That's it. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't like uh, a lot of the, the stuff that was calling into question her her being cleared when it's like, uh, one, Fightful Select, again, did report that uh, FightfulSelect.com. It's a good $5. Um, and look, I had a report on there this week. But uh, Fightful, Select, uh, Fightful Select did report um, with pretty good confidence that Hunter had talked about bringing her back to the ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, so, and I absolutely think some of the reaction would have been different if she stayed. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, for sure. <laughs> so, because so, I know people are like, oh, it's just AEW doctors clearing her. As if AEW doctors didn't just have a really good moment with Hangman, right? Like, I know everybody looks back at the Matt Hardy moment as a, um, as, as a failure on the doctor's part. Who's to say what that, uh, whether or not it was? But, like, in that. <laughs> But as far as um, she was concerned, I mean, but uh, again, it wasn't just AEW doctors that cleared her. She posted right. uh, from her multiple doctors. Mm-hmm. She saw multiple exactly. doctors that got herself cleared. So yeah. I don't uh, know what else uh, it, she needs to say at that point. If, if you need supplementary information, um, you could listen to the interview she did with Renee for a session. Great interview. And I thought she gave some great answers as to not just, you know, her getting cleared, but just inside of her first, um, her debut and then the first promo stuff as well. Um, yeah, I just think that some of the response there has been kind of nasty. And I mean, again, nobody has to like her. You don't have to like anybody, but I think some of this was a bit sexist for me. Like it mm-hmm. just, it wasn't cool. Um, but I thought the segment was pretty good. I thought- I, uh, I want to throw really quick, Snap uh, Grapple Pop said a really good line. He said, literally, Shibata is under less scrutiny than Soraya, and that motherfucker nearly died. Seriously, we and celebrated this, to yeah. this guy this being in the ring. And he, yo, I, but again, it just seems a bit sexist. Yeah. Um, but good point. I, I think the segment was good. I, I think that um, she did a good job of, you know, coming across as, you know, somebody passionate about wanting to be back and promoting the match at the same time. I think that Britt proved again that Britt is Britt on a mic. She cut a great promo. And the thing that I was impressed with that I have got on this podcast and criticized her before on is that she actually left room for Soraya to get her shit off. She, she didn't did. just completely like. Just I like, thought it was happening when she was getting her shit. I'm like, damn, she's about to she's about to yeah, get her. So, but Soraya came back with it, though. <laughs> yeah, she gave her room to, to, to come back. And then she actually not only sold the beat down, but sold everything she said later in the night. Mm-hmm. And she so did. it actually made what Soraya said look like it hit home. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people kind of responded to certain things she said in there weird as well. Like she was trying to big time Brit. And I, you can't read it that way that she was saying, I've wrestled for WWE, so you don't know what it's like to be a superstar. You don't know what it's really like to be a star. And AEW fans are very mm. territorial and they, they don't like very, that shit. Oh, yeah. No, I think Britt's going to get cheered in Newark. I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think she's going to get cheered. I think she's going to get cheered. I think that um, they AEW look, fans just are, ex-WWE. That's what, yeah, you know, you're going to have that yeah, tag on it. Yeah, I think but AEW I mean, <laughs> are very territorial. Mm-hmm, and I do mm-hmm. think that they are loyal to their hometown talent. And I think that at the end of the day, you give them Brit versus um, versus Soraya. And it, you were starting to feel it in that promo. Uh, the thing is, the, the stuff Brit was saying, the fans started chanting DMD. True. The yeah. stuff that Soraya was saying afterwards, like Soraya got cheered for the announcement, but afterwards, yeah. some of the stuff she was saying wasn't hitting with the crowd. Right. And well, I think that... I, you could tell the specific moment they weren't feeling it. When she said that 
you know, you don't know what it's like to be a star. And it's like, well, no, because AEW fan is not going to agree with you because they, they feel like they help to make her star. She's like, a star. Feel, right. They, yeah. they feel like that she's their star. So it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter if what you think of it. But I didn't read it fully as that. I, I read it as like, no, you haven't gone through everything I've gone through. Yeah. You've only been doing this for three years. I've gone through bigger struggles than you have. I've succeeded on bigger levels than you. And, of course, I saw AEW fans going, well, Brit has already accomplished more. And it, no. No, she hasn't. You don't no. have to I think that. in its totality, and it's like before, even ah. if you even if you take away the Come WWE. On. Don't do that, Will. Don't well, do that. You can't say, uh, because she has a fucking movie. I know, I know, I know. She has a I'm movie. Just ta- I'm just she talking can, about like, in the scope of pro wrestling. Let's say all pro wrestling is equal in this scope, right? I mean, Brit had a near year-long title reign. Like, that's not something to really... Uh, say you haven't accomplished as much as me and again i'm saying this on just looking at it at a, a face level kind of thing and so i can see where fans would be upset with the idea especially of, well, AEW no, fans yeah like well no you can't say brit hasn't accomplished as much as you like as far as we're concerned we saw her through a year-long championship reign and saw her main event in ways that you never have soraya and so like i can see how fans are going to see it that way and I think they are going to turn on her. And you know what? That's okay because um, she's used to play- it. Well, yeah, one fans <laughs> turned on Soraya before. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, people forget that. Yeah, she had that big moment the night she debuted WrestleMania, or the night after WrestleMania 30. Huge moment for Paige in her debut. And then she kind of floundered for like three months, and they that ended was- up having. That was their fault, though. That was yeah, their well, what I'm saying, that though, was, is they that was their having... booking decision. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they, bu- they, yeah, they booked her to shit, and then they ended up having to turn her heel because the fans weren't into her. Um, but the heel turn worked, and the fans got back into her yes. via heel turn. And so what I'm saying, though, is that Soraya's played a good heel before. And if she needs to play yeah. a heel in this role, then then do it. Um, because, yeah, so, Jake says, but hasn't Britt bled for this company and won the title and knows what it takes? So it makes Soraya's promo... Uh, really a dud i don't so, think a dud, i think a dud is a stretch but i don't think it's a dud but specifically what i'm saying is i've seen aw fans tweeting things like but brit has accomplished more than than page and that's just not true mm-hmm. um but i again I, if you take it as all wrestling is equal kind of is Brit has not wrestled. I wouldn't agree on a I big stage like know. wrestlemania I yet agree. Okay, okay, again Again, treating it as if, if all wrestling is equal on this stage, then we can say, well, in this sense, Brit's main evented. Soraya on, has man. not. Come on, come on, come on. Don't make me do this. Don't make me do this <laughs> with Brit because Brit has accomplished a lot. But Brit has not changed the trajectory of a women's division That's the way Paige feel. did. Brit, it's different. Th- there's a big reason why the revolution started is, is Paige's time there. Like, come on, let's not do this, man. I'm just right. saying, if you're <laughs> seeing it from the fans' perspective, you're seeing it as from the AEW fans' perspective, I can see why they see it. But it ain't just from the AEW fans' perspective. That's what I'm saying. You can't just say because for your company, Brit has done more for your company that she has done more than, than Soraya her entire career. That's kind of crazy. Like, come on. <laughs> She got a um, <laughs> Brick got a cinematic match. Uh, get out. <laughs> kind of like a, you know. <laughs> I do think a lot of AEW fans look at things in like in like a scope, like tunnel vision. Like this is just what I'm saying. You know, this... We got to build AEW off of AEW's accomplishments, and I don't know if that necessarily stacks up outside of the AEW galaxy this is, this, is, this is what i'm saying brit brit has had her moments and brit has re- main evented shows but again we're talking about 
We're talking about having moments like WrestleMania moments. We're talking about like she 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 said in her promo, wrestling all over the world and doing things that Brit has not done yet. Mm-hmm. So no, I can't just say she's done more than her in career in three years. That's kind of crazy, man. Yeah. MSG Sumo Hall. Yeah, and I mean, people I mean, were jumping yeah. all over her for the Tokyo She was capping on a couple yeah, of those. But but still, I mean, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, again, because Britt has been brave for three years. To just say that she's done more than her in three years. Because like wild. I said, because it, it would be one thing if it were... Because I, I'm really glad Soraya's back because I think in the grand scheme of things, Soraya hasn't... How do I put this? Soraya's career was a lot shorter than people realize it was. Right. Because of the fact that she was yeah. on the shelf for so long that, um, you know, she debuted on main roster TV 2014. She was injured in, what was that, 2015, 2016? She was gone for a while. She came back 2017 with Absolution, and then she was injured again. And, like, it was really a relatively short career. People forget she's younger than Britt Baker. Um, she like, she is... It, right. it was ultimately she had some big career moments, but I think there's a lot more to come for her. And that I think That's like true. I'm not talking we're not talking about Sasha Banks here. Like obviously um Britt hasn't had that career. She hasn't had Charlotte, anything along those lines. Paige's career was really cut short. It really didn't have it, it was cut short, but that's even more that's even more to her point. She's younger than her. And before yeah. Britt was a thing, listen. The lineage of people that carry the NXT Women's Championship matters because of Paige. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's call it what it is. Like I said, like there's there was a long time where people were making Emma out to be better than what she was because of the matches she had with Paige. Right. I mean, if we want to get into the Naomi stuff, every time I say that Naomi is better than people give her credit for and how the only person that was having good matches with her at that time as Divas Champion was Paige. There wasn't the talent there to help the other women get over because they didn't have the four horsemen coming up. Before the four horsewomen came up and helped those women have better matches, Paige was doing that. He's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so way, I'm I like, you can't just be yeah, like, I mean, has, kind of, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, again, though, NXT. That's um, and that's, uh, so either way, I'm not, uh, I'm not getting heated, Patrick. I just don't think that you can say that in a, in three years because we've it, it's recency bias because we haven't seen Paige on TV recently. Right. Like she hasn't wrestled in the last seven years. But and I just again, think, I'm not saying there's not bias there in that sentiment. I'm just saying where the bias is coming from, and I right. think that that's where fans are gonna. I think Newark is not gonna be fans kind. are gonna boo Soraya. They're, they're yeah, gonna yeah, boo, yeah. but I also think that people do this thing on on the internet where they decide that their truth is fact and it's not it's just i I feel like there's more nuance and there's context outside of twitter and people just decide oh well brit is a bigger star than her and she's done more than her on twitter but that's to you on twitter that's not (laughs) that's not there's no context to that other than you enjoying aw for the last three years um and three years it's a long time that's the thing is it's all relative it's a long um and that uh i don't know because i think about like how the attitude era felt like this grand era for people but like that was only four years and <laughs> the fact that you know three years that, that that's still that's an era for people um jake said soraya played the wwe card and literally nobody likes that bs tbh yeah page started a revolution that aj lee promo had nothing to do with it 
Um, and Vinyl Buff says, Paige is <laughs> no, undeniably no, more accomplished. No. The question is, do AEW fans care about that? That's they what don't. I keep saying here. Uh, yeah, yeah. Will they ever get behind Soraya as the WWE fans did with Paige? Um, again, you just have to let her rebuild here on her own. I think she's probably going to end up walking out of uh, out of Newark as a heel. That might be okay. Um, yeah, um, that, for sure. I Again, I'm not saying that this is just a reaction in the crowd. The, what I was talking about is stuff I was seeing people tweeting after the match of them saying that she will... You can't just throw that on Britt because Britt has accomplished more than her. And I was just right. saying that in itself is not true. Right. That in Ooh. itself is cap. Jake says, wait for it. Thunder Rosa has done more for women's wrestling than Soraya. Get out. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Only because he used the word for and not in. If you replace in, for within, it's a different story. For implies, of course, that Thunder Rosa's trained it's still not wrestler. True. She's brought people to the table. She's also created a promotion for maybe in i disagree which it's he didn't still say not in. true either is not true <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> thunder rosa just started getting off in the last few years i love thunder rosa thunder rosa has done great things for women's wrestling but again this is recency bias yeah yeah but yeah Four, not in. I agree with that. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll go. I mean, Somewhere. I of course don't want to suffocate anybody else's takes on here. I again, if you feel like that's true, then fire off. I just don't think that's true. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, this has been Grapsity. It's been a long episode, <laughs> it's a but long you know what? Show. I mean, but that's the thing though. Uh, I this uh, we're always gonna have a long show when we have a fourth here because yeah. a fourth voice has to be heard. And so, therefore, it's always going to get longer. But uh, this is always my favorite part of my Saturdays. I hope it was a favorite part of your Saturday. Definitely join us next week. Uh, we might have some content coming up this week, I think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're working on. Sweet. Um, so um, we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Uh, follow us on all the socials. Um, I'm William RBR. Phil is Phil DL616. Righteous Reg right there. He's Righteous Reg. Oh, my God, Graham. Graham. Give us some plugs. Oh, my God, Graham. You can find me there. Beat me there. Don't meet me there. Make sure you're following the enemies at the enemies PE3 on all social media platforms. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, every Wednesday right after Dynamite, come kick it with the guys. Come kick it with the gang. Uh, check out All Elite with Keeks. And, uh, hey, Reg, uh, let's 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 officially uh, challenge uh, Wave and Curls to a tag match. You feel I'm me? ready, bro. <laughs> let's, let's get it, man. Let's get it. Dreads and Braids. You dreads feel me? Dreads and Braids. Dreads and Braids. Dreads and Braids. Dreads and Curls ain't got shit on Dreads and Braids, baby. Come on. I don't know what y'all in for. You feel me? Nah, but salute yes. to y'all. I, I really appreciate the invite. This has been fun. It's been, it's been a cool experience to come here, kick, kick it with the gang. You feel me? Why we didn't talk about MJF? Nobody talked about the MJF no, promo. Didn't say anything about MJF. I you know, was talking about that. People I know. like that promo did, was was amazing. I, I did, yeah. it was really good, but I think at this point, like we it's, we probably like, we pretty yeah, much did it know again. the promotion for it's the like, match. Like, yeah. right? Yeah, it's an MJF promo. I, yeah, exactly. I know. It's fine. Although, <laughs> as I as I reported, FightFlight.com, one take um is uh all that was it was the boy's ready for that championship for sure. As a matter of fact, um, in the middle of that podcast, champion too. I. They weren't even really like prepared for him to just like launch into that promo, but like it was a, it was cool. It was a great moment, um, and I am ready to see what Max does with gold on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, he will be champion. Come full gear. That's full pretty gear. much. We're one I week think, away. I think the only question is at this point is how he's going to win it, and I have the assumption that he is going to remain a heel. I do not think he's turning. Yeah, I don't want. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he's going to be a babyface either. And I think the telltale of him is him saying that he's not going to use the ring to win. And I feel like this is the way of him <laughs> flipping the way he lost on its head and him saying, well, I said I wouldn't do it and using it to win anyway and just going back and saying, hey, well, you said you weren't going to use the paradigm shift in that match where you beat me. So, Hey, I have a question. Hmm. Who gets the dynamite diamond ring now? Oh. oh. I feel like that's, that's tailor-made for Ricky Stark. They, he should be the one. Like, I feel like he's the one that can make that work. That is tailor-made, his uh, way well, he dresses. Yeah, okay. Well, because well, they it. always crown the uh, – the, they always do the crowning of it at Winter is Coming, right? So, mm. like, if Ricky Starks, hopefully – I don't know. They haven't announced anything as far as his side of the tournament is concerned and what's happening yeah. with him. Um, because I'm hoping he wins the tournament. So then if Me he's too. in the match, who do you crown the – uh, the other guy that uh, Ethan Page could get it. I think Ethan, yeah, Ethan I mean, Page. Could look, the work. chat's all saying what I've been getting at. The chat's all like, "Give it to Swerve," <laughs> but I'm like, it's yeah, not a bad "Swerve idea. can't make it work." It's not a bad idea. Okay, okay. not a real bad answer to that, but I, I think that, I think Ricky doing a year long thing with it mm-hmm. would be cool as well. Because I think the thing with it is like Swerve is already cooking, like. At this point, Swerve really is need... off to the races. Like, I feel yeah. like Ricky needs something to push him forward. Yeah, yeah Will, stop giving your cousin other other accolades. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be yeah. so upset. Like, mm, he's only saying that because it's his cousin. Like, yeah, just because you're... What? Just because your cousin worked overnights at the at the, at the the chicken shack don't mean... Right. Like, Chill out, man. My exactly. cousin out here doing like, stuff. I, I want to see somebody... I just feel like I want to see it on somebody who um, can use it in a very uh kind of cocky way and in a way that like and, and i just feel like because that's what mjf had it for and i'm thinking about Swerve's character and how he's been like you know kind of celebrity attached as of late and huh. i feel like that's like the one thing you can add to it so i don't know the that's how ring? i'm yeah he's like the pinky Yo, ring to go again. with the group <laughs> Ricky hitting that hitting that pose and then coming back and kissing that, that ring. That would be dope too. Yeah, I mean, honestly, do something different with it. Give it to a baby face. That would actually be kind of cool too. There are also, things you can do. Hey guys, it's been a great episode of a Grapsity. Uh, again, keep checking out what we do. Check out Public Enemies if you haven't checked that out. Um, Make sure you get all of our there. super chats so nobody yells at us. <laughs> uh, look, all right. Let me make sure I'm going to scroll the Humper chats this week. Okay, and we will get to your questions um, that we did not get to, by the way. I know the super chats. Okay, because Vinyl Buff said, "Give this money to Philip for not letting his emotions get in front of facts." (laughs) Ever, ever. I have I have never used my own biases on this podcast against anybody from Green Bay that I don't like. (laughs) (laughs) Ever. (laughs) Either way, folks, it's been Grapsity. And we shall see you next time. Have a great day. Peace. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.